Keltec is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. Infinity, maybe? Yeah, what's that mean? Oh, it's fucking 10 years old. Who knows? <laughs> a lot of judging going on there, motherfucker. I think you, you just made my jack wagon. You just made my jack wagon list. How's that? Yeah. So you're in the you're in the workshop. Yep. Got your nice uh, green guns. That's the one that got you banned today on Instagram. Yes, that's one of them. That's one of them. <laughs> yeah. So, Actually, they're both there. So what happened? What did they say you got banned for? Yeah. Or you got Let's a see. strike? Whatever happened? Two strikes. Two strikes in one day. Two strikes in one day. Yeah. Instagram. The lovely Instagram people. Let me. It was a great notification. They sent me a notice. Let's see, violence and hate. Violence and hate. Okay. Uh, there it is. Yeah, they uh, they cannot recommend my channel because of the following possible violence and hate due to two posts. Those Recent? two guns. Recent post. Shot show. During shot show. One is shot show, and then the one when I got the banana mag from you. Okay, so that and shows it, hate. Yes, That's because hate. of those two, I cannot... Do you have those posts? Can you show them? Let me see if they'll let me pull them up. Or do you still have them on your phone? I'm trying to see if they'll let me actually pull them up. Uh, they won't. They completely pull it off. That way you don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Communicate. Yes, here we go. So <clears throat> so there's a picture of, of that rifle. It's your CMMG... Mutant with the yes. with the Citri Arms banana mag, the one that's the yellow mag. Is there any is there any text or anything to it? No, there's uh, no, there's absolutely no text. There's not even any text. There's a picture of a gun. Look at the Tun Jones official. And they pulled that and gave you a strike. They gave me a strike for that one, and then me doing a reel at Shot Show. Okay, showing off our new air gun. Our masterpiece arms chassis for a competition air rifle. Air rifle, and they pulled that one because, and they're saying that it's because of hate speech. Our recommended guidelines help promote content that fosters safe community on Instagram. We try to not recommend accounts that show or depict fictional violence that includes guns, firearms, accessories, swords, ammunition, all accompanying text or imagery associated with promotion of. Weapons, including hashtags, terms, bio, and information. That one's a little different. That one just says I depict fictional violence with a competition air rifle. Fictional? Were you were you like aiming it at people and shooting them? Or? <laughs> no, in the in the clip, I actually show the clip. It says, uh, "I said John doesn't know yet. We just released this chassis from Masterpiece Arms in our competition." Uh, Bentress air rifle that yeah. we can also use for uh, PRS. I said the owner doesn't know yet, but this gun's coming home with me. This chassis is going to be on my gun for the next shooting competition. And, and it was just it a says. funny, yeah, real, yeah. And, and then, now I depict fictional violence. Fictional violence. Depict fictional violence. That's crazy. That's ridiculous, man. Do you have? Can you play that real? Is do you have it where you can play it? So leadheads, I've got Ton Jones uh, with me. If you guys haven't figured it out uh, by now, we're we're trying to figure out some uh, some fuckery that IG is doing to him right now. Well, 
Actually, there it is. They left the post up, and there's another strike. I left it up. Because you left it up and you didn't take it down? I just declined their strike. Oh. It says, what does it say? A I huge see. shout out to my boy Lefty. <laughs> right there, you tree-hugging fur Nazis. Oh, my gosh. That's the that's the post you did. Now, what's the reel? Can you play the reel? Yeah, let's... Uh, from from uh, SHOT Show? If we do have a show today, I promise you, let it. Right here at the Air Force Air Guns booth. One problem. It's not mine. Yet. John doesn't know it. But when this show's over... Oh, he's watching me. It's going home with me. Masterpiece Arms, baby. Right there. It is going home. One more thing we got going on is Talon Bolt. Oh, yeah. Showing that bad boy off. And we come over here. Yeah. So Another full of violence. Yeah. And there's John right there. He doesn't know it. But that chassis is going home with me. <laughs> so you, you don't even you don't even touch the guns. You don't even touch don't even them. Don't even touch them. It's at a show, they're on tripods. They're on display. You don't say anything about shooting or or anything, and it, they're just there in the background as you're talking, and you say nothing violent whatsoever, other than maybe thievery. <laughs> I mean, and I depict violence. Yeah, but they allow thievery on Instagram. That noise you're hearing is uh, Ton firing up his violence. stogie, his blowtorch. <laughs> So, Leadheads, we do have a show for you today. This just isn't the uh, Bash on Instagram uh, episode. Um, we are we're going to kick off some more interviews from the 2023 SHOT Show that we did from the official headquarters there at the Caltech booth. And uh, I wanted to have Ton in with me today. One, because he's, having, he's, he's about to have an aneurysm not to be able to talk about his jack wagons. So we are going to do a jack wagon train before we, we get into these interviews. Uh, but the interview that I have uh, for you Leadheads today is the one that we did with um, Amanda Hargrove. It was Mark Romano and Tun. Uh, so we had three different TV reality stars there at the booth at one time. And for those who don't know, Amanda Hargrove, she's Naked and Afraid, six, six or seven seasons. Yeah, I think she's going on seven seasons now. Yeah, seven seasons. She's a... Uh, former Army, retired Army. She did 12 years in the Army, two tours of combat. She's just a real badass, and she's hilarious. Had a great time. And then Mark Romano is the host of, or co-host of the Ultimate Weapons that, or I'm sorry, the is it the Ultimate Marksman that oh, our buddy Marksman. Evan was on, the, the new History Channel uh, shooting competition show that they have. And then, of course... Ton is the, the star of that 
that storage wars. Dude. <laughs> Number one jack wagon right there. I'm sorry, auction hunters. Auction hunters, which preceded storage wars. That's storage wars stole their store. There's there's a show from auction hunters, which tons show. And that show's still going strong in other countries. It's like just just airing in some countries, right? Yeah, I air four to five times a day. Uh, in Germany right now, I'm airing five times a day, three times a day, and pretty much all of the EU. That's amazing. Yeah. So he's a international star joining us, ladies and gentlemen, Tun Jones of Auction Hunters. Thank you. <laughs> you're First welcome. time you've ever said it right. Because you know I'm on the edge tonight. You're, you're on, he's smoking his stogie. He's got his, uh, his tequila-flavored water with him. <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to have a, a good intro on this show, Leadheads. It's going to be fun. We're going to take care of some jack wagons, honor some heroes, uh, and then we're going to hit you with that interview with a ton, Mark, and Amanda, which it's it's a really good one. You guys are going to really enjoy it. Uh, and I may throw another interview as, as we get into this, but it uh, depends on how long this intro goes. Uh, <laughs> so, but before we get into it, you know, we gotta got to take care of some of our sponsors so make sure that you guys go Keltec number one. Uh, that's what made all the Shot Show interviews possible. Our good friends there at Keltec, Chad, Matt, Parker, Adrian, um, the whole crew, George. Uh, they were just awesome, and we had a great time. Super set up there. So if it wasn't for Dude, them, those we, guys were great. Oh, that's fabulous! Was awesome. Those guys were great. Dude, the whole booth was just a lot of fun. Yeah, and then yeah. in this interview, we also talk about their new. KSG 410, right? Dude, that yeah. 410 is sick. It's It needs to be right there. It needs to be right in your there. truck. It's a perfect truck gun, too. But uh, we talked more about that uh, this episode, so make sure you check that out. Go to their website. Go to keltechweapons.com. Use the code LEADHEAD, and you're going to get 15% off anything there in their, uh, their pro shop. Firearms excluded. Uh, but their accessories and and uh, things like that are included. So go there if you. Uh, and as we're recording this, it's it's George Washington's birthday today. The what is it? February twentieth. So it's called President's Day now. But in the past, it was it was George Washington's birthday, and it was celebrated on the twenty second of February. But they, you know, some politicians thought it would be a great idea to consolidate his birthday, Abraham Lincoln's birthday, several other presidents, I don't know, are, are in, in February. Of course, all great people were born in February, Ton. I can't say anything. My, my wife's exactly. birthday is Friday. Your wife's birthday is tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's. I got my niece's birthday was yesterday. My wife's is tomorrow. My wife's, my mother-in-law's is the day after, so I can't say a word. And mine like, is Friday. Lefty's birthday's Friday. <laughs> That's Aww. right. Going to be the big so 52, baby. Dude, and I got it. 52. No bullshit. All jokes aside, you actually age pretty well for an old bastard. <laughs> for an old fart like me, <laughs> I clean up pretty well. If I shave if I shave my beard off, I would look like I was 12. I, got one I those, can't get away with that. I got one of those baby faces. Yeah, but, me too. Um President's Day, a lot of people had the day off today, a lot of people didn't, um, but it's originally started off as George Washington's birthday. 
So just so everybody knows the real reason for the season kind of deal. And I don't I don't mind them combining and making a you know three day weekend for the uh, for the working man. You know, give you three days off. I'm, I'm all for that. Kind of it's kind of better that way too. That way it doesn't break up your week and screw your whole week up. You know, falls right in the middle of the week, something like that. So I mean, it ain't all bad. But go go uh, check out Keltec Mission First Tactical. I still haven't released that interview with them where we're talking about their new uh, belly band holster, their new magnetic retention holsters. That's coming. That's going to be the next one that I release. But in the meantime, Ton, I got a care package today. So let's you get? let's let's unveil it and see. I got it's from Mission First. Haven't opened it yet. Get it right here. Oh. Like, I want one of those boxes to show up at my house. You just want one of these boxes? So check out what I'm using to open it. You see that? Oh, look at that. That's a fun size. It's a it's a Keltec knife. I don't have one of those. It's like a bayonet. They actually made this isn't the bayonet one, but they did make a bayonet one that would fit on like their their PL PL <laughs> Look at you. That's not a knife. Crikey, this is a knife. Tone pulls out like a 22-inch knife there. So let's open this box up. Let's see what I got. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of the belly bands. Oh, dude. Ba-boom. Mission First Tactical belly band holster. Their their packaging is awesome, man. I love their, their packaging. I really I really do like their packaging. Like it's their nice. Restyling. And it's got the Ziploc stuff there too, so you can like reuse it on there just instead of just like ripping it over uh, open and not ever use it again. So here it is. Here's the here's the belly band. And for those who saw the uh, Instagram live that we did from Shot Show, it'll fit most sizes. I mean look how look how big that is. I think he's referring to my size. Um, but what you do is, is you just cut this down to your, to your size, but here's the, uh, the holster portion of it. And it's ambi. So you can go either side with your, your gun and it, it's most like compacts and it won't fit a lot. You can't put a, a gun with a light in there right now. So I've got a, a 23 right here just to show you guys. And it's clear. It's all clear. See, it just fits right down in there like that. Nice retention. Oh, that's pretty damn nice. And then like I said, you can go either way. And then it's got a mag holder on the left side, and it's got a place for one on the right. So you have two mags in there. It's ventilated. Very lightweight. You see the vent holes in there. Soft. Wow. And then it's got two administrative pockets here. So there's a zipper pocket here. So you can hold money, ID, change, tourniquet. Yeah. And cuff key. Yeah, handcuff key <laughs> or handcuffs. You put handcuffs in there. And it's got one on this side also. And they're both the same, about the same size. And then that just goes around your waist. And for you joggers, you exercisers, you're at the gym. Uh, the what? The what? That dirty word. That dirty word that I started back about three, three weeks ago. That's that place across the street from all the restaurants I go, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's where I go after I hit the gym is all those restaurants. But uh, I'll be trying this out. I'll be posting some videos, so be watching that. This is the uh, Mission First Tactical. They're calling it the Belly Band Holster, MFT Belly Band Holster. You carry your flashlight, magazine, knife, all kinds of options there for you if you want to use that thing. Uh, and then I needed some 308 mags, so they sent me 
some 308 mags. Oh, dude. Okay, the now round. I'm officially jealous. 20 round. They got ten. They got a 10 rounder also. You do some bench bench rest shooting. Let's see what else I got in here. Got some tan ones and some black ones. Very cool. I was hoping one of those magnetic, one of the new magnetic holsters would be in here, but it's not in here. That's going to be in the next package, I guess. I want one of those so I can quit messing with all the drop nuts and bolts at the range. Dude, do you remember when we were at? Um, where were we? What was the name of that range? Lockdown. Yeah, the up at gun, gun site. That range was like a landmine of washers and holster screws. I mean, you could you couldn't walk, you know, an inch without running over fifty of them. It worked great for me because I got spares. You got spares. <laughs> well, if you I didn't, a, you had them then. You just pick them up off the ground. I did. I took a Ziploc bag. And I put like 10 extra ones that were just sitting there by the bench where I was at. I was like, holy crap, look at this. I picked up 10 yeah. of each. I was like, I got a whole repair kit right here. Yeah, that's the great thing with the the new uh, the new ones that's called the Pro Series that Mission First has put out. And it does away with all those washers and screws for the retention. And it, j it relies on a rare earth magnet. It's like a 12-pound retention. Then it's got a, uh, a guide rod for your... Your barrel, it is, so your barrel just fits in right right in, goes to that magnet, holds it right in place. Pretty cool. So I'll show That'd that to you fun. guys when I get one of those uh, coming soon to the Talking Live podcast. But to go to their website, uh, Leadhead, you, use, uh, you can get 20% off any of their products there. So if you want to get one of these uh, belly band holsters, you want to get one of those new Pro Series uh, magnetic holsters, you can get those there. And that code works there, 20% off too. Uh, and then, of course, seal one. You want to keep all your guns clean, protect them for all of the uh, from corrosiveness. You use the uh, seal one CLP complete gun care kit, and uh, that's going to keep your guns pristine and in working order. Dude, use that thing actually cleaned off my thirty-seven millimeter launcher up there. Oh yeah, yeah, that worked great on that it thirty-seven mil launcher. It's it it's it's surprising. I mean. If you've used products in the past and they've just kind of like, eh, so-so, go get you some of this Seal 1, and we're going to give you a discount. You use the code LEADHEAD, you're going to get 25% off. Give it a try. You're going to love it. It's going to it's gonna clean stuff that, that you thought your gun was clean. You use this stuff, and you're going to go, oh, damn. It's going to be pulling out stuff that you never knew was there. And it's going to keep, it's going to protect it from corrosion. That's the great thing about it. And it's a dry... Uh, cleaning solution so you put it on and you wipe it off you don't leave it on there that's why a lot of people make the mistake is they'll leave it on there and they'll go out and they'll start shooting and then it'll get all the dust and stuff and start gumming up and like well you were supposed to wipe it off dumbass listen to the instructions <laughs> so. hey leadheads white settle with seal one just here to talk to you and tell you a little bit about our product seal one clp plus is a bio-based non-toxic product it comes in a paste liquid, aerosol, and pre-saturated bore-specific patches called seal skins. They all do the same thing, just different methods of application. The best way to use our product is to start with a clean firearm. And there's two reasons why I say that. First, you start with the Seal 1 CLP Plus by field stripping your firearm and covering the entire firearm inside and out, bore, barrel, everything with the Seal 1 CLP Plus. You'll see how easy it spreads around. You'll want to wait about 15 to 20 minutes, 
And then you come back and you want to wipe it all off. So you see how easy it is to put on and remove. And the second reason we say to use a clean firearm is you'll find that it's not clean. We're going to pull out more carbon that's been left behind with whatever product you've been using before. Okay, it takes about three cleanings. So I like to say a clean shoot, clean shoot, clean shoot, just normal usage before the Seal One CLP Plus has removed whatever product that you were using before and has seasoned the firearm. It's kind of like breaking in a cast iron skillet. And after that first cleaning, you will notice a difference. And with each successive cleaning, you will find that it gets easier and easier to clean. Seal One CLP Plus is a dry lubricant and is designed to work as such you will find that malfunctions are virtually eliminated when used properly because the majority of all malfunctions are caused to carbon buildup. And with the Seal One CLP Plus, the carbon does not build up. Seal One CLP Plus is safe on all metals, plastics, composites, polymers, rubber, wood, and leather. Seal One CLP Plus is a one and done formulation. No other products are required or needed to clean and lubricate and protect your firearm. That's why we say seal one and done. Seal one is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. Use the code Leadhead for a 25% off discount. So there you go. Uh, we took care of our bills. Go support our sponsors. Visit their websites. Use these codes. Uh, and we've got more uh, codes for you, too, uh, that I'll give you here in a little bit. we got one for lockdown for these walls that you see behind Ton and myself. Uh, you can you can go to lockdown.com and uh, you've got I'm sure you got a code too, don't you? You got a discount code? I do, but I don't remember it. All right, ours is Leadhead, and you get 15% off. So you can go there, get 15% off, use code Leadhead, uh, and then I'm sure Tun's got one too. He's probably got a bigger discount than me. He's, but he's actually, got, a, the sad part is I don't remember it, so I've been telling everybody to use Leadhead. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. I get nothing for these codes, by the way, guys. If you go and use these codes, I am getting you the max discount that that I was able to get because I'm not taking a cut. So whatever cut I was going to get for this, I asked them to apply it to give you extra discount. So um, there you go. You're welcome. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Ton, we want to take care of some jack wagons and uh, honor some heroes on this President's Day. So... Gunny, bring that train in. Hoorah, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, Ton, you ready for this? The train is stationed. We're going to fill that sucker up today, but we got to run through it. we got to run through this because we got a lot of them. You want to start us off or you want me to start it off? Well. You've got some good ones. I want you to start it off. Well, it was rough because last week... You took one from me. Well, there you go. And if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, make sure you go back. It was a good episode with Steve Morgan. He is a professional survivalist, uh, prepper, and uh, patriot. Uh, former Air Force, Special Forces guy, and he knows his stuff. So go back, check that episode out, and you'll hear that jack wagon that I had. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I had literally just left the grocery store where I ran into the vegan man bun Nazi guy <laughs> that was in the meat aisle yelling at people with his, I don't know why someone would go to the grocery store with a binder while shopping to yell at people for buying meat. Yeah. 
at a store that he shops at. Yeah, and I just wanted to pound a ground, man. I'm like, <laughs> and this dude's in there shopping and wearing way too tight jeans that are not. I would have given him the extra 50 cents if he bought the rest of them to go all the way down to his ankle, I swear. <laughs> and this dude was just causing all kinds of hell. Everybody was keeping their head down and walking by. Just ignoring him. It's like those guys when you go to Sam's Club, and they're like, excuse me, sir, can I talk to you? Those phone people. Yeah. I'm like, all right, it's on. Come on, princess, let's rock. And he wanted to engage. So what was his purpose in being there? What was he? Telling us about meat is murder. Everything's bad. We're all going to die. Everything's so horrible. We need to go to vegetables. Vegetables are going to save the earth. And I was like, so strip farming and deforestation doesn't do anything? Doesn't hurt the environment at all? I was lied to, and I believe everything on TV. I'm like, so after a few nice little moments going back and forth, I pushed his cart out of the way, and he yells, assault. <laughs> I didn't even touch this little fairy princess. And you, Osmos, Osmos touched him through his cart. Yeah, I pushed his cart out of the way because he was blocking the ground. Right. And he yells, assault. And the poor manager there, dude. <laughs> He's like, as soon as he starts yelling assault, I was like, all right. <laughs> the manager's like, ton, don't do it. You're like, I'm going to get my pound of ground right here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if I'm going to go down for assault, I'm going to make it worth it. <laughs> he starts, he grabs his cart and blocks himself in with it and starts pushing it up against me. I said, bro, just get the hell out of the way and let me get on my way. And I grab his binder that he was flashing and putting up in, in my face. Mm-hmm. That's not assault at all, is it? Yeah, he can hit me with his binder, and that's not assault. So I grab the binder, and I chuck it across the floor. You just And it lands him. at the officer's feet. <laughs> at the officer's feet. <laughs> and it's the officers I know. And he yells, arrest that fat ass. Uh-oh. Mr. Skinny Jeans? Yep. Uh-oh. And this poor officer I know runs up and grabs me and yells, Ton, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they grab a hold of me. I said, bro, I'm going to whoop this dude's ass. He's like, don't do it. We got him. And they pull me back a little bit. They end up getting him for disturbing the peace and trespassing because they asked him to leave and he wouldn't leave. Yeah. I pissed off. I go to the truck, grab my phone to write down a jack wagon because I'm about to email lefty. <laughs> Talkingled at gmail.com. There you go. Um, Light this dude up. I'm like, okay, lefty's getting a damn email. The podcast pops on right at the part where here comes the train rolling in. And he mentions his jack wagon of the week. I was like, but damn it's, it. It's not the same. It's two different two different Jaguars, so it's perfect. It's perfect. But it, it's still the same group of jack wagon. Well, it kind of kind of is and it kind of is. Kind of is. Kind of is kind of is. But it, it's definitely a good one. So I'm glad you didn't go to jail. I'm glad you didn't get arrested for assault. But appreciate you standing up for uh, our meat rights, our right to eat meat and Dude. shop for meat in a grocery store without being harassed. You know, it, it, it's simple. I, say what you want, do what you want, be what you want. Don't make anybody else believe your own crap. If you want, if you want people to believe you're a chicken running around and marrying your house, good on you. But well, don't make I gotta, me believe your crap. I got to give props to whatever store you were in also for calling the police on him or whoever called the police on yeah. him. 
and the police actually took him out, made him leave. Yeah. Instead of placating to them and letting them, you know, letting him, you know, disturb the peace and everyone else's, you know, enjoyment of that store. So, dude, they're my know. heroes. Whoever called the police on that guy, that's my hero yeah. for this week. Also, <laughs> they get a ride on Lead Force One, definitely. But good for you for standing up to that dude. man bun, a- skinny jean, high water wearing <laughs> tree dude. hugger. Yeah. That's just one of them. So I don't know what it is with grocery stores, but we're, we seem to be on a grocery store theme now. Uh, so this is my jack wagon, and it has been for a long time, and I never have figured out why they think this has ever been a good idea. It's the self-checkout lines. Who who came up with that, and why did they think that this was a, a great idea to let customers check themselves out? I hate it for one, and I never use those lines. If if I have the option to go and have a person, an employed person, check me out, then that's what I do. And you know, I all I can think of is that maybe they think that it's saving them money from having to hire people, for one, which I don't get that because look at all the additional checkout lanes and technology that they had to spend on these machines. Plus, there's someone there still manning them. Because people f- are fucking up the stuff constantly. It's like, oh, I rang that up twice. Can you help me over here? Or this ain't ringing upright. Or, you know, it, all the stuff. That, it's not any faster. It's not any more convenient for anybody. The lines are still wrapped around, you know, trying to get out. Um, you know, I don't, I don't get it. It I just don't pisses it. me off. And then, you know, this is another. This goes, goes with that is... When you're leaving the stores now, they've got a freaking receipt Nazi there to check your receipt against what you've just you've just purchased. What's have you, you just saved? watched me check out? I walked five freaking feet. Right. And you want your person checked me out. I went through your per. I didn't check myself out. I went through your person's checkout line, and now you're 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 questioning me. You need to go question them, not me. People, dude, yeah, I, but dude, that that fires me off. Okay, I go through the checkout line. I am fat and tattooed, let alone fat, <laughs> white and tattooed. Public enemy number one. I walk out, and they're like eyeballing me from the time I walk in the store and till the time I leave. And I can leave the register. Hey, thanks for bagging my stuff. Go walking out, and this lady will be eyeballing me. Total Karen, just like totally just eyeballing me. Mm-hmm. Can I see your receipt? I said, no. No. <laughs> I need to see your receipt. I said, no, you don't. Yeah. She's like, no, I need to see your receipt. I said, nope. I just keep walking, and they like to grab. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Grab you by the arm, huh? Assault! <laughs> <laughs> no, I had... I had a lady grab my arm two weeks ago. Full on, grabs my arm. She's like, sir, I need to see a receipt. I smacked her hand. I said, evidently, your parents didn't teach you not to touch. And she just froze. <laughs> and I'm like, that close to her face. I was like, touch me again, princess. And she's like, security. Security. She kept walking. Yeah. It's like, call security. You've got security cameras. Your person checked me out. You're asking for my receipt, and you're backing up the line because there's 50 people trying to show you their receipts after they've already stood in line to check out. 
mean, how stupid is this? I just bought six things and you charged me 300 bucks and you want some low life to ask me for my receipt after eyeballing me watching yeah, you check your, out? Your loss prevention isn't coming out this door. It's going out your back door. It's the, the employees that are your shrinkage problem. Yeah. It's not, right. it's not us. It's not the consumer. Now, you know, granted, you know, there, there have been some people that have taken the new law changes in some states as, a free ride to go in and fill a grocery bag up and just walk out the door, but they don't have a receipt to check. <laughs> I've at least got a receipt. Stop and they that don't go person. through the checkout line. Yeah, stop that person. Don't stop me. Yeah, they're the one that just cuts straight out the door. They're in the, and that lady's like, oh, God, I'm yeah. not stopping them. I'm they not look like them. a criminal. Yeah, they're actually stealing something. I'm not going to stop them. Dude, and my favorite is I had that experience today. I went through one of the stores that had zero humans except for one girl that didn't give two shits about what was going on. Yeah. She's sitting there on her phone and I'm at this, the old, the, it was a store full of self checkouts. And I realized cause I'm sitting there watching everybody after it prints your receipt and it says, thank you for shopping at your store. If you wait a second, a survey pops up. How'd you like this experience? They do that because by the time you grab your seat, people are already on the way out and it resets. Mm -hmm. So every time someone walked out, I reached over and hit one star. And everybody started in line and started laughing. I said, hey, everybody, if, if you're tired of this crap, hit one star after they print your receipt. And they're like, we didn't know there was a survey. So I had everybody in line hitting one star as they were leaving. Nice. What store was this, Sam's? Walmart. At Walmart? Okay. Walmart Corner Store. Okay. It's the little that. country. It's a little Walmart. Corner store, which is supposed I would to be like the to see this, I would like to see the statistics on if the, the money saving that this is supposedly have saved all these, you know, grocery stores, multi-million dollar stores, these self-checkout lines. Have they actually saved money or has it cost more and has it cost more in in shrinkage? Yeah, it's one of those things where, okay, now you don't have to deal with these. It's like when they first started it, it was to cut costs. Now it's because no one wants to work. Well, Try to, I mean, ultimately, that's what it was for anyway. It was to cut jobs. Yep. It and was it to, did it was to do away with checkout people. Yep. And supposedly increased customer service, which that, as we all know, has definitely taken a nosedive. There's no such thing yep. as customer service. However, I did, I went to uh, Whataburger the other day for the first time. So I got a coupon. My my boy at Gold's Gym set me up with like a buy one get one free coupon. So I was like, I'll I'll go I'll go to Whataburger and check it out. Cause you know all the restaurants are across from the gym, ton. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I was I was seeing the correlation. So you went and burned a calorie to gain a calorie uh, to gain five hundred calories. <laughs> all right, so, I, I can see I can see that. Yeah, I'd just skip that place you went to on the way there though. But I see we had to go there to get the coupon. Oh. Yeah, I had that to get the coupon from somewhere, right? So, so I go and you know I'm ordering my stuff, getting my stuff, and um, it wasn't like immensely busy. It was an odd time of the day, and um, it was a nice day. I had my window down, so I was driving around to wait for them to bring me my order. And uh, there was a manager out out front with one of the employees. And they had them out away from everybody to where, you know, supposedly nobody's going to be able to hear kind of, you know, out back or whatever. And I could hear him 
the manager chastising this employee about being rude to customers and that, you know, the customer basically is right and that you should not argue with the customer. You should just do what they ask, get their order right and, and move on basically. I mean, but he was, he was really getting in this guy's face and saying, Hey, you know, we're not putting up with this crap here at Whataburger. (laughs) So apparently Whataburger is all about some customer service. And there's my, there's my hero right there. The manager at the Murfreesboro Whataburger. I don't know your name or what shift you were on, but good for you for actually teaching these uh, millennials or whoever are working, whatever generation they're called these days, about customer service and what it's about. So, there's bravo. A few, yep, there's a few last restaurants that actually believe in customer service. Whataburger, Chick-fil-A, and In-N-Out. Okay. Those are the last three standing that, I can actually been there and customer service still means something to them. Yeah. Well, I can see Chick-fil-A. I don't, although I don't go to Chick-fil-A very often because they're proud of their chicken there. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, they are. Um, but it's good. It's tasty. When I get coupons for that, I'll go, you know, I'll go to Chick-fil-A. Um, Do they give those out at the gym? Uh, no. Then I ain't going to a no gym. Screw that. Given those, they do give Whataburger coupons out at Gold's yeah. Gym in Murfreesboro. Or they did. If they, they gave they, they gave out in and out. I've considered. We don't have in and out. We don't have in and out here. Damn it! So that you know, it's coming. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be here soon. Right. But you I got, got any more heroes? Wagon. You got any more jack wagons? You want to? I got a jack wagon. You got another jack wagon? Okay. I got a jack wagon. This one's been eating me up. All right, get it off your chest. Run with Dude, it, dude. I want to find the jack wagon that took the old-fashioned gas cans that you can actually use and changed it over to that new style. Stupid freaking environmental friendly safety latch. What are you talking about? I think I threw them all away. Apparently, I don't have one of those. I still got the old Dude, ones. Anybody out there that's ever gassed up with the new style gas cans, a fuel can of any kind. Yeah. There's this new, well, it's not really new. You remember? You got one over the there? Old, Go get it. You got one? I, I want to see what you're style. talking about. I want to get a better look at your axes and your swords that are back there on your. Your back wall for our video audience. <laughs> Check that out back there. It's like a literal medieval armory back there. It's like something from Conan the Barbarian right there. These are the new fuel, the old style fuel cans. Okay. You know these. Yeah. Leave it there. Yeah, Leave it there. The old ones. Leave it there. The new ones, I'll have to pull it up on my phone. So you don't have one? Oh. Well, you think that's bad. Look at the rest of the wall. <laughs> nice mount. Thank you. Oh, look at that! Look at that mount tree. What is that called? What company makes that? So he's showing us this like seven foot tall tree that he's got all his mounts on. Yeah, it's like a, a coat rack for mounts. Yeah, that's a skull hooker trophy tree. That's cool. But let me pull up. This thing is stupid. I think I threw them all away because I was so pissed off. It is the worst. Dude. So the one you showed before is just, it's a plastic can and it's got that screw on with the nozzle, the plastic nozzle that, that you can retract and you can pull up and pull out. This is the new fuel can. Oh, it looks like a duck head or something. Yeah. What in the world? You have to. Looks like you got to hold your nose and then put your elbow under your ankle. Lock safety. Lean forward. Safety. 
finger grip. I mean, what if you got arthritis? How in the hell are you going to open that shit? You're not. What if you got attacked by a caiman? (laughs) You're not. And this thing, and it's like, oh, it's to environmentally friendly. It bends perfectly. And that little nozzle dumps fuel all over the side of the vehicle. I go get, I got to ride in lawnmower. We've got a little over an acre here. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fuel up, fuel everywhere. I'm like, anybody got an old school fuel can? They're all, no, it's illegal to sell them. Illegal? Nah, that's bullshit. I don't buy that. Dude. That's just their excuse. Try to find one at any tractor supply, Harbor Freight. I'm going to go look tomorrow. You you made a mission. I'm going to go look. I miss the metal ones. You remember the metal gas cans? Dude. Where you just open up the thing and you get get a funnel and you just get a funnel and you just pour it. That That's, funnel. Try to find one because you know what they don't have now. You got to go on Amazon and order an adapter piece that fits on. You have to drill. Can you get anything bigger than five gallons? You have to drill your own hole in the back because they don't come with breather holes in your can. What? So the fuel doesn't come out too fast. It don't come you out at all unless you got a breather tab. That's what that safety vent hole is in the front of the fuel can now. Oh, those people are idiots. Again, so, somebody who doesn't understand how things work. No. And I was so pissed off. Trying my to wife's regulate like, it. My wife's from Slovakia, and she's like, What's a gas what can? What is that? She's like, What's a gas can? No, she's, can? she's looking at that. She's What's all, gas? <laughs> so, it's not diesel? <laughs> Our cars are diesel. Yeah. They just use diesel in Slovakia. Yeah, and she's she starts laughing. She's all, that is dumb. So you have to show my dad. So she takes a picture and sends it to her dad in Slovakia. He's like, well, that is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, so whoever invented that and came out with that idea to put that safety nozzle with the safety grip that pisses fuel all over the floor inside of your vehicle, yeah. you're a jack wagon. Uh, someone needs to smack I bet you. he's related to that skinny jeans dude at, uh, at Sam's Dude, Club that you ran into. Seriously. No doubt. God. <laughs> so there you go. There's our. Do, do you feel better about yourself now? You got all that out and you've I been do. in. Did you I have do. any more heroes that, that maybe you want to counter this with? My wife for putting up with all my crap <laughs> day in, day out. Well, I have to. Up- I have to second that for her letting you do the podcast tonight with us too. So. It's- She's in the house right Thank now. Thank you, Mrs. Tony Jones. She's in the house wrangling eight French Bulldog puppies, two full-size French Bulldogs, and my two kids the night before her birthday. The night before. So you got big plans for her tomorrow, huh? Or are you going to do it this weekend? No, I have to leave to Germany. Oh, that's right. You go. You live for Iwa. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So in her book, I am the jack wagon. You're an ass. <laughs> yes. Did you not do something before? I told my wife, I am taking her out for dinner wherever she wants to go. And as a guy that I think I figured it out, instead of surprising my wife with presents that is hit or miss, I say, I'm watching the kids this weekend. That was last weekend. Yeah. Go shopping. Here's the credit card. Well, that's not romantic. No, it's safe. It's safe. (laughs) But tell me you've got plans when you get back to do something for her birthday. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll t- we'll go out on a date. We'll I'll go spoil her. We'll 
find a babysitter for the kids and we'll go do something together. I have an idea. I have a pretty good idea. She actually, if I can, if everything works out, she likes the monster trucks. Oh, okay. And I'm going to try to take her they to don't the, have one those of the monster in Slovakia, truck rallies. I guess. Yep. She, she went to her first monster truck two weeks ago. I took her and the boys. She had more fun than the kids. Really? That's, that's surprising. She's yelling, smash those cars, do donuts. She's getting <laughs> covered in mud. A big old chunk of clay smashed her soda and went all over the place. And she you was just You know what would so just happy. like make you the hero for at least a week if you, if you were to get her a ride in one of those? I did. I got her. Uh, I paid for her and the boys to go in the monster truck school bus. Monster truck school bus. Holy shit. And she was so happy, so I got her another ride in them. Nice. I didn't. I didn't actually think that they did that, but I guess they do. Right? Yep. Very cool. Well, look at you. But you're headed to Europe to to Iwa. And for our listeners who don't know what Iwa is, tell them what Iwa is. It's uh, Iwa Outdoor Classic. It is pretty much the world's largest gun show. It's the outdoor gun and knife everything show. It's it's international. Yeah, four or five times bigger than SHOT Show. I cannot imagine. I can't imagine that. Seven pavilions. How many days? Five days. It's five days, so... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four days. Four so days. just like SHOT five, Show. We've got a setup day. How in the hell? Because you can't get through SHOT Show. How do people get through that damn thing? Oh, it's They say it's seven, but it's really like nine because it's like three A, B, C. There's... Uh, it's just ginormous um is there like a convention center they have it at or they does it move around like like uh nra oh no, it's a it's a convention center that makes the sands look like small i mean it would have Just, to to hold something to host something that big each now something each different than that one that maybe you don't see at at shot show do they have like actual military stuff there like tanks yep. and not so much. You can see some of that, but there's a whole building dedicated to knives. There's a whole building dedicated to ammunition. There's a whole building to tactical gear. Yeah. Um, whole building just for air guns. There's a whole build. There's a U.S. pavilion. There's a Russia pavilion. There's a Chinese pavilion. There's Jeez. And this Turkish is in, pavilion. This is in Germany. Yeah, Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Um, uh, do you get a chance to walk around at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah? It is. So for my next AK or one of the AK corners coming up, I want to do one on um, uh, com block pistols. Yeah. So if you could get me some pictures, if you go through, you know, like the Russian Pavilion or some of those other ones and get some pictures of some of the... Yeah, they weren't there last year. I don't know why. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> they probably won't be there this year either, will they? Yeah, but there's going to be... There'll be plenty of stuff there that... Plenty of guns. Yeah. Oh, another jack wagon, Biden, again, uh, went to Ukraine Dude. and hasn't even been to Ohio yet for the train fiasco. That's it. I'm done with the jack wagons. That, that's all I want to say. That's not. That's beyond jack wagon. That's and just douchebag. That's that's un, un That's humane. low rent. Inhumane. That's, just, that's low rent. Yeah. Dude. I mean, we could go all day about, about him, but... I'm not, I'm not going to spend any time on him, but yeah, we, we want you to report back. I know we got some other friends that are going to be, that are going to Iwa, uh, Keltec. This will be their first time going. 
So it'll be interesting to to talk to those guys about their experience uh, at Iwa. Yep, they're in the hotel right across the street from me uh, at the Armory. Very cool. Very cool. Now I'm going to a TAC Ops conference um, in New York the middle of March, first first middle of March, first part middle of March, which ought to be pretty interesting. I'm going up there with uh, Medicine in Bad Places. So that should be an interesting thing that I've got coming up for you leadheads. But in the meantime, we still have plenty of interviews from the 2023 SHOT Show, which we're getting ready to hit you with this one right now. And just words can't describe it. There, We talk about uh, eating alligator dicks. <laughs> we talk about... It's crazy. We get Shakespearean quotes. There's Shakespearean quotes in this. Of course, you know, Naked and Afraid, we got Amber on there, so we're we're talking about uh, some of her her antics on that show. Mark with the uh, ultimate marksman, Mark Romano, and he's a he's a very smart guy. He's I think he's like a college dude, professor also. Or that dude's like genius. That. He he actually hosts a firearms radio show in L.A. in Los Angeles in California. He's got one of the only firearms related like prime time radio shows. I think he does it like an hour every day. Uh, so he talks about that. You definitely got, you guys definitely want to check that out. Um, and of course, like I said, Amber, she's 12 years in the army. She did uh, two combat tours. She was with the 74 Delta chemical equipment group. She handled the, the equipment there, uh, for them. She's a badass. Six seasons on naked and afraid. And then of course, ton with the auction hunters, which in, in America, how many, how many seasons, six seasons? Six seasons, over 125 episodes. Yeah, and still airing uh, in other countries there. So uh, you go to Japan and and tons like Godzilla. He's like Godzilla famous in Japan. It's <laughs> Dude, they just started airing in like Dubai, in India, and I all of a sudden my, my social media is getting like smashed with all these people. They're like, ask me the most random questions. And it's, it's quite amusing. That's funny. Uh, and then he is with Air Force Air Guns. He is the head of the R&D department with the uh, Air Force Air Guns. And we still need to do an episode on Air Have we done one yet? I don't think we've done a... No. I mean, you talked about a while back a couple of the, the new releases there at SHOT Show, but we haven't really got into talking about just like deep diving into air guns. We should do that one day. You need to come out here for that. Oh, I would. Um, I'm ready, man. Say the word. I'm ready to pop some prairie dogs or something. Uh, and then we're talking about Mark Romano. He is, uh, this guy is a savant. I mean, he does, he does a little bit of everything. So he co-hosts the ultimate marksman. Um, he is, um, he co-hosts that, that gunslinger hour. That's what it's called. It's called the gunslinger hour, that radio show, uh, in LA. He does cowboy action competition shooting. And he also has a Celtic band. He's in a Celtic band, the Plowboys. <laughs> and it's P-L-O-U-G-H, Plowboys. Look them up. They're on Instagram. I'm following them. So you'll know you got the right ones if you say I'm following them. Uh, but this is a great interview, and I know you guys are going to love it. So sit back, relax, grab you a nice cold, your favorite adult beverage, and uh, enjoy. 
The Kiltech KSG410 is the perfect sidekick with no kick. At just over an inch and a half wide, just over 26 inches long, and just over 5 pounds, you'll be hard-pressed to find a more impressive 410 bore shotgun. In fact, it's the world's first and only pump-action 410 bore bullpup shotgun. The side-by-side -side dual feeding tubes and one in the chamber delivers an impressive 11 round total capacity, making it as functional as it is fun. Innovation. Performance. Kiltech. High quality H2O. <laughs> Let me hear you. Can you hear me? No, you got any closer. How close do you want me? How are you feeling now? You hear that? <laughs> I can hear you. How you sound? Pretty good. That's okay. perfect right there. Right there. When in disgrace and fortune in men's eyes, I alone beweep my outcast state and trouble death heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope and with what I most enjoy content at least. Yet in these thoughts, myself almost despising, happily I think on thee, and then my state, like to the lark at break of day, arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. You are amazing. Shakespeare. And by the way, John we are we are outbrained <laughs> with Mark. John Tyler. <laughs> Look oh, at the yeah, big yeah, brain yeah. on John Mark. Tyler, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know no that. Kidding. I'm listening. I'm like, wait a minute. I was a uh, political science professor for almost 20 years. You threw me one right over the plate. You're great, man. What did that have to do with poli sci? <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, we have, we are on our second conversation. This goes by really, really quickly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Zip. Okay, so you got the whole cancer cure thing, right? Okay. Got it now. Next I got it recorded. Discover, next, we're going to discuss the Bernoulli principle. No. That's why planes fly. Well, I do have a degree in aerospace, so I could I can hang with you on that do one. Do you really? I do. One of the oldest sayings, and I like this because this is both for yacht design and aircraft. If it looks right. It'll fly. Oh, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. If you want to. That's pretty good. Okay. There, I just saved you four years of drafting. Oh, it is all about her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Oh, thank uh, you, Rick. Okay, so we got some characters here for this one, Leadheads. It's it's going to be a good one. And tons like clamming up. I yeah. didn't do anything. He's man. usually the I'm little innocent, chat, chatty Kathy in the group. I'm innocent. I plead the first through the fifth because one of them is going to cover my fat ass. The problem with the fifth <laughs> is you're talking about whiskey now. I'm hey, fairly sure I'm of that. All over fifth that, of whiskey, like a fat yeah. chick on a cupcake. Ooh, I love cupcakes. <laughs> he likes fat chicks, so there you go. Not saying you're fat at all. This is a judge-free circle. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm here to oh, judge here. Oh. Is this a safe circle? It's a square, though. <laughs> oh, we're in a square. Okay. We're, it's a square box. But. <laughs> Leadheads, we are back. This is day two of the 2023 SHOT Show coming at you from the official lead quarters here at Caltech. It's behind me, back there, guys. Oh. Chime in, say Caltech. Those oh, innovative Caltech. darn manufacturers of Are firearms they of all not? Freak, <laughs> they push the they push the envelope. They push the bar. They make things nobody else even dreams of. Straight right? up, that's true. They can't even think of it. It's like they, beyond comprehension. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not thinking about what it right now. What am I not thinking about? <laughs> Caltech. And do we have any of those in here? So speaking of Ooh. KS7. This is not the KS7. What? No. You have been fooled again, my friend. I have been gold. I see immediately. This is the KSG 410. Bum, bum, bum. Are you kidding me? Is this, up, is this going to be a dual caliber firearm? This is a dual tube. That's what it's after. So you can load it with whatever you prefer. You can alternate the rounds. You can go side to side. Seven each tube plus one. And why do I not have one? 
Well, because they just released it here at SHOT Show. Oh, good job. Exclusively here with the Talking Lid Podcast. And that is the not show an excuse. Why still, do I not have one? That looks really good on you. I'm <laughs> a lefty. I'm a lefty. Don't judge me. So it's Ambie. It's Ambie. So you have no excuse. It's for the hand confused. Oh, it is ambidextrous, obviously. It, yeah. Yes, I saw that. Yep. This is so down on the, the right, right above the sights. trigger guard okay. is your your rack release. If you'd like right to here. release it without pulling the trigger, just press <laughs> down on that lever. I feel like I'm a new kid holding the gun. Ton got that one. That's it. Nice. He said rack release. <laughs> <laughs> to the naked so, and afraid girl. <laughs> just a question for you, Amber. How is it um, participating in what tends to be a male-dominated society? You seem to be doing just fine. I actually hold myself very well. I served 12 years in the Army. I have two combat tours under my belt. I uh, was injured in my last combat tour. I only served with a lot of men. It was very rare to have females out there. And a there lot was of distinction. Yeah, on, on our perimeter, we had 225 soldiers, and there was four females, and oh I was gosh. one of them. So I'm, I'm a 74 Delta chemical equipment operator, and then also I used to set up the gas chambers. So, so don't, oh, don't mess with me. Let me tell <laughs> I'll you. I'll be darned. The latch doesn't I'll work I'll take today. your valve off of <laughs> that quicker than you think. But, uh, yeah, so it's easy for me to get along. I've only you know served with most uh, male community around here, so it's like I'm part of it. I'm and one of the guys. There you go. You but we are welcome that that you are here and representing the female in the firearms industry. So. Oh, I love it. And there's so many badasses here. Right? I'm not even on their level for shooting. Oh, I'm yeah, addicted to shooting. But when, okay, when it comes to rusting alligators, I got that. Yeah. But you see some of these females come out here and shoot, and I have never been so impressed in my life. I'm like mind blown by them. So is so this is this something that you're getting more into? You're getting more of the training and a the thousand art of percent. Shooting? You know, I'm, I'm definitely inspired. I have uh, Travis Haley who took time to personally train me. I've got Taryn Tactical. Uh, Taryn is uh, Butler is phenomenal. Yes, he is. Very patient, and uh, I love his team. You know, JR has showed me so much too. Tatiana, I've learned some from her, and I'm telling you what. You're learning from the I actually am blessed to be able to be around these people who who they are. I mean, they're so big in this community, right. and the fact that I fell in the lap of all of them, I'm like, man, I'm meant to be here. There you go. I want to be shooting next year for sure. So that's your goal is to be, yes, be sir. competition ready by next year. Oh, I'm ready for it. Well, Jeez. Taryn could have you ready, Barbie, tomorrow. So. Well, I, I also got that Travis Haley training too. So well, I mean, you know, I get the best of both worlds. That's I'm very getting you lucky. overseas ready right there, baby. Oh, I'm ready for that. <laughs> So let's go around the mic here. Let's, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. We'll start with Mark first and tell our listeners uh, who you are, what you do. and uh, Okay, I'm Mark Romano. I am the host of History Channel's Ultimate Marksman, along with Colby Donaldson. I also, um, let me see, I also co-host a radio show, if you can imagine, broadcasting out of Los Angeles, a firearms-friendly show called The Gunslinger Hour. We've been on for three and a half years in a hot bed Congratulations. Blue, and we've been running that show for three and a half years. We'll have to get you on for an interview. I kid you not. That would be wonderful. Firearms friendly show. Um, what else do I do? I'm a... In California. I'm, That's unheard of. Oh. Are you the only firearms that? friendly radio show in California? That is the only one of which I'm aware, honestly. And I'll tell you one more thing. Never forget this. 58 counties in California. If you carve out Los Angeles and San Francisco, there's about 56 firearms-friendly counties in the state of California. So they get all the press because they have all the population, of course. But there's a lot of people that feel the way that we do. Yeah, absolutely. And if there was an earthquake and both of those counties slipped and fell into the ocean, we would immediately send support, boats, throw them ropes and things like that. 
<laughs> He's like, are you being serious? It's like kind of like this book. Yeah. The kind of kind of like the book. Well played. Yeah, yeah. Well played. Anyway, that's me. I'm also an avid competitor. So I shoot, I shoot three I guns. I enjoy your show. I absolutely loved episode two. What, what? Any particular reason? Well, Have anything the, to do with the camera operator right now? There was this uh, cool dude who had the, the, the flowing... Blonde the locks. locks. He kind of looked like Thor a little bit, you know. Can I can I pump him up just oh, a little wait, tiny Evan's bit? Oh wait, Evans right here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Listen, when he came in, he confessed that he had a just a modicum of competition experience, and he felt like he was over his head. And by the time we were done filming, this guy, they were looking over the shoulders. This guy. Oh yeah. Came up big time. Yeah. Seriously, good job, Evan. He's an up and coming. Great job, Evan. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. You are so cool. I'm so excited to hear more about you. <laughs> I thought you were an actor. I got to be honest. Yeah. Oh. He looks like an actor. Well, I just, he I'm is. just trying to TV. hit it. I'm He's trying to TV, hit right? you. No, I, I'm like. sorry. I have to live in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that. I appreciate that. Amber. Oh, of course. Miss Amber. Yeah. Introduce uh, yourself to the Leadhead Brigade. All right. I'm excited to be here right now. I'm Amber Hargrove. I actually was a U.S. Army soldier for 12 years, two combat tours, and uh, I decided to deal with my own PTSD. So I started to go train um, handling alligators. And so I started recording myself. I submitted it to Discovery Channel. I got a 12-footer, ripped it out of the water. I didn't win that battle. It took its tail and slapped me on the back and almost drowned me. But I got back up, and then I got it. Oh, my so God. So that video, uh, Discovery said, we want you to come and film for Naked and Afraid. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely not a naked person. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I can I can go play survivalist. Why not? And uh, It doesn't sound like you're afraid. I uh, know. Yeah. I don't know what it I is. I was, I was raised, you know, you grab the damn bull by the horns and you move on. And I have no so fear I of failing. Get, so for your, your PTS... You went alligator wrestling. Yes, I, I wanted. Who told you that that is a cure for? <laughs> I, such I, a logical jump. Yeah. I know in Moscow, Colorado, because I live in Colorado. Uh, there is this uh, an alligator farm there, where it's all of the Hollywood alligators and uh, crocodiles get retired there. You know, uh, you can. Oh, uh, so these are crippled, lame. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Don't, don't be fooled by that. I got an alligator pit of uh, seventy-two of them, and you have to go out there and what? pick out your one gator and you have to take your shoes off so you're barefoot so you know when you're touching their mouth with your toes so it's, it's a big deal it's a big training this is a process voluntary when thing. you're touching their mouth with your toes yeah when you yes <laughs> I, it does sound really bad do you bad juggle chainsaws that went by a lot of people a lot of people didn't catch that <laughs> I, I know it sounds horrible and I'm listening to myself and I think I sound like a crazy person half the time no no well, there's, there's no crazy about there. that I'm going to yeah, go right. wrestle uh, <laughs> I'm going to go wrestle 10 times more than I barefoot but, but I got barefoot. it barefoot it's completely addicting once you come out and learn how to handle an alligator by the, you got to come out to Colorado <laughs> Moscow, Colorado I'm going to take you out there personally and we're going to get on the podcast and talk about it okay we'll do that experience well, besides that, I've been on Naked and Afraid for six seasons. I am really, really excited about it. I'm so you got over your fear of being naked, obviously. Oh, 100%. It took me uh, my first time getting naked. I was in a uh, camo bikini and cowgirl boots. And my producer goes, okay, Amber, you got you to gotta take that off. And there was, she's like, reshoot it again. It took three tries for me to get naked. I am not a naked person. You can ask my <laughs> husband. I'm well, serious. You are now. <laughs> Apparently, now I am. I got Six seasons. Yeah. I, Six it's seasons. crazy. Apparently, got, that's addicting as well. Oh my gosh! I love going out in the wild. I'm a big um, avid fisherwoman, and uh, I went to Peru. Had 60 days, only female standing. I killed like 159 fish, four snakes, and four caiman with my hands, and it is amazing. I have so, a question. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Do you yes. mind if I jump in? No, please. Okay, which do you find more daunting? And did you wrestle the caiman barefoot also? Oh, I was completely naked, of course. I was in survival mode. Which but, is, uh, which is I trapped, more, more badass. I, I snared it with my hook. 
gosh. It's Cayman a or alligator? Cayman or alligator? This, you uh, may face or, this. this is you may face this challenge. Yeah. Oh, I got to say uh, alligators. <laughs> no. Cayman are more aggressive than alligators. It was more challenging out there they're in the Peruvian faster, jungle. Aren't they? So they really the are. They're a little faster, a little they sneakier. They are more aggressive than you know. They're I, like marsupials. I, I applaud your scholarship on they're this. Like so, really so you what? Put your Nikes on to go wrestle them? I mean, is that? No, you get in the water barefoot. But I'm in survival mode and I'm hungry, so I'm like looking at this thing I'm and I'm gonna like, eat you. I'm gonna get you good, and I just rip its head off. And you know, I'm I'm really lucky. I'm married to a knife maker, so he makes all my knives for me. So they're like, I could shave my legs for like two weeks out in the wild with this blade that's how sharp it is because that's important shaping yeah, your legs well, while you're out in the wild my husband has one of the some of the sharpest blades out there it's dark timber custom knives peter kohler he's a phenomenal guy man i really lucked out he peter supports kohler. me filming that's a big deal that is that is to get the support from your spouse i mean it's key so obviously he's like 100 percent behind you six <laughs> episodes of naked and afraid oh he's totally and then when they asked me to come back this august i'm thinking oh my gosh i might as well do seven and then retire <laughs> and then retire why retire at seven because i want to start shooting well, oh, well we're gonna come back enough. to that ton wow this is tons <laughs> sorry. Sorry, ton. it's like i gotta follow that but wait <laughs> no. no this is but actually wait, amusing Amber, wait this is you, actually amusing so ton his back cayman or scorpion well <laughs> give give your backstory. this is actually quite amusing uh my name is Ton Jones. I hosted Auction Hunters on Spike TV. I am actually a wildlife animal wrangler, um, specializing in exotic, de deadly, and venomous. I've worked for Discovery Channel, Nat Geo, Animal Planet. Uh, started in 1996. I've lost that hand to <gasps> alligator. Oh my god! Ready for it? Watch this. Watch. You ready? Watch. You ready for it? Yes. My hands were. Caiman are a lot faster than crocod regular crocodilian. Yeah. This has been a valuable public service you that you're providing. I've I actually had over 2,000 venomous species of snake at one time, uh, 45 different crocodilian at one time. I've been in the film and television industry since, like I said, 1996. I've dealt with. Talk so about some of the stunts that you've done, <laughs> people you've done stunts for. I've worked with Bear Grylls for over 15 years. I've been tossed through bar rooms by Van Damme. Uh, Toby Keith has kicked me through more than one bar room window, pool table. Uh, I've been blown up. I've been the fat guy that's been blown off of buildings, flipped over <laughs> in cars, broken ribs, back. Yeah. Would you do naked and afraid, though? If they Dude, called you today and said, hey, Tony. Bro, hey. I'm fat, and I don't even like mirrors in my own bedroom because let's just be real. Dude. But wouldn't you look at it as more of a, you know, how, how many weeks is it? Uh, it depends what you do. A 21-day, it could be a 40-day challenge, 60-day challenge. Yeah, so like a 60-day diet, you know, crash diet course. Would you do it? What'd you just Naked say? Naked and afraid. <laughs> no, no. What, what, what did you just say? He a heard the words. A 60-day crash diet <laughs> program. Did he just? Did he just cuss? Because don't you lose? <laughs> don't you lose weight on those programs? We we lose about you know anywhere from uh, thirty to fifty percent of our body weight. Sometimes. You were just bitching Ask about AJ, how fat crazy. you are. Uh, yeah, but what'd you just say? <laughs> you just voted for who? Voted for who? <laughs> New York City. For you to be I on think the show. You're great. I think. Thank you're you. Good. This is support. 
I was just saying it would be good for you to be on that show. Are you trying to say something? <laughs> I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Yeah. Friends don't let friends. Your drink negativity and drive. is hurting my aura, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some no. hand lotion. Make it better. I've got some jerky over here. <laughs> yeah. Settle down. Oh, all right, we're I've good. I've got jerky. No, I've been been working in the film and television industry for a long time. I now work as director of R and D for Air Force Air Guns. Uh, I'm here at Shot Show representing Air Force, with, yes. and we are debuting a couple of our new air rifles and our new rifle that shoots a carbon fiber bolt, bolt. at 400 feet per second plus. Oh my God. Is that not cool? That for hunting. Very, very cool. Yeah. Is that not yeah. cool as shit? Yeah. <laughs> what, so cool. What, what is the bore diameter? It is, if you don't have weight, you've got to have... It is um, a 400 grain projectile that's 18 okay. inches long and... 18 inches. Okay, so this is like yeah. a crossbow bolt. Yes. Yeah. And it is, so far we've taken down two red stags, a black buck, and a 380-pound uh, hog. Any caiman? No. <laughs> Alligators no. caiman? No, not yet. And guess who's messaging wow. me? Mike Mills. There you go. So... A very, a very eclectic uh, yeah, panel that we have here. Distinguished panel. Conversation. I was like, yeah, this is but, awesome. Yeah. As you were getting into yours, I was like, wait till we get to him. Yeah. <laughs> because walking up the steps. Yeah. I was like, I know where all these alligators go because I've sent most of them to where you're talking yes. about. Yes. Crippled a few of them yourself, yeah. have you? And actually, I've had two of the Caymans who actually left scars across my legs. Oh, my God. Right there that have been there. And one was a, a Cayman cross. And I've had two saltwater crocs fracture my femur and both my legs. And I've had one fracture my back because he I just, got tail He whipped. just threw his trunk card down. <laughs> okay, my, here's your next yeah. movie. so bad, tail whipped. Oh, I got, I oh got yeah. Here's your next film. Yeah. Right, Mark's got an idea, guys. Ton goes rogue yeah. and in the dark of night starts tracking down alligators that have at some point crunched on him. Dude, and... That's it. Nobody can figure out what's <laughs> happening to all, all the, gators. the gators. And the all problem the is, let's be realistic. Endangered. When a, when a healthy person with muscle mass gets tail whipped, it hurts. But let me tell you, when it smacks a fat ass like me, oh. fat bruises, y'all. It's delicate. And it takes a long time for that color <laughs> bruise to go away. It looked like somebody took a but two by four that, against my yeah, back. Get that wave. Yeah, that wave. Across my back. That's, it well, hurts that's, so bad. That's nothing but like, muscle and gristle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Muscle and gristle. It is. <laughs> Holy smokes, you're talking to a guy who's the, like the floor for bear hunting is 4570 yeah. right here. So I got to ask you guys, I've, I've never done the TV thing, never done, done any of the TV stuff. Um, three different shows. I mean, his his storage wars. I mean, uh, dude, you're. <laughs> bro? Bro? I'm telling you. I mean, you were going to go rounds, Cupcake. <laughs> We've got a, we got I mean, a you were gonna go rounds. show host here, and we've got a survivalist to the extreme here. Yeah. You know, three different, you know, and shows, but something that appeals to everybody. I mean, shows that everybody want to watch. This is know? a broad cross-section. Let there be no doubt about that. There is. Yeah. But something that appeals to, like, something in everybody. I, w- I would watch all three of these shows. Obviously, I have. But i I got to be honest. I've never watched Naked and Afraid. Well, if you get a chance to watch Naked and Afraid Survival. XL, Season 8, The Legends, on the cover, there's this naked girl on the left and two boys on the right. I'm the naked chick. You That's can't which miss one her. he'll be looking at. Javo. <laughs> is that is that out now, Season yes, 8? Yes, sir. It's on every Sunday. Okay. Every what Sunday. channel? Discovery Channel. Discovery. Also, Discovery uh, channel. Prime Video, Hulu has it. Okay. Season 8, yeah. You get to see so me. I, that's my goal when I get back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up on the Naked and Afraid. I've been watching the the Ultimate Marksman, enjoying the hell out of it I'm because I've been 
And I know they don't want me to compare it to, to, it, to Top Shot. Whatever you do, don't compare it to <laughs> don't Top Shot. Don't say Top Shot. Like rule yeah. number one. Yeah. Yeah. There is no none of the um, none of the reality show, none of the drama. It none just of the happens to be the thing. same host. It's the, the same kind of kind. Con- oh, don't worry, he will do it. He'll <laughs> call it the wrong show forever. <laughs> has it happened to you personally within the last oh say twenty five yeah. seconds? Yeah, I think so. Right? I think it's because he's wearing this really creepy sport coat. Is that you don't like my sport coat? It's Cayman. It made it's out you of look untreated ibex hide. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, your first season. This is our first season. We're hoping for more. And how many episodes are in the first season? There are eight. Se- there are eight shows in the can. Four okay. have been broadcast already. Okay, so we got four. I more think to we go. can all agree that the second one was the best one. I've so far, sure. number two has <laughs> been my favorite. I didn't like the outcome. I think it was rigged. But yeah, I'm just just saying, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't rigged, was it? it I I assure you this. No, Colby, honest as the day is long. Colby's a great guy, by the way. We spent a good chunk of summer racketing all over the hillsides of Montana in a um, black Mercedes Sprinter van, which we nicknamed the Hindenburg. Nice. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it could blow up at a moment's and, and notice. The way he was driving, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so talk, talk about your experience with the show. Okay. We've had we've had Evan on. We had a couple of the other contestants on. and We got that perspective. But as the host, I would love to, to get your perspective of the show um well apparently when this came up because this is the history channel they wanted someone they wanted colby because he is a great host there's no question about that but they wanted someone with both academic and shooting chops and when they started asking around apparently mine my name came up on several different they occasions. definitely got the academic part of it no doubt absolutely I'm a, I'm a state national and world champion shooter so and that, there you go that doesn't hurt um the problem was i was out of the country when that situation arose, and um, I wasn't really aware of the fact that I had been employed <laughs> until I was just about walking across, having come back to town um, at LAX, I get this phone call, where are you? You're supposed to be in Montana. To which my response was, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> so I landed in Montana on about an hour and a half's worth of notice. Um, like I said, I was issued oh a pair gosh. of snake gators and a yep. fire extinguisher-sized bottle of bear spray and about 80 pages of dialogue and said, okay, you're on tomorrow at so 8 o'clock in the morning. they just hustled you off the plane, patted you on the butt, said, get to work, son. Get going. There you go. That's about so the just, size and weight You of just it. jumped in head first. The good news is because they were dealing with period-correct firearms, um, that is kind of my boilerplate it was so it was pretty easy for me to get up to speed the crew was absolutely outstanding i think evan will probably uh oh yeah reinforce yeah. that and colby was absolutely great to work it was a lark we were running up and down hillsides all over montana like i said for the better part of the summer so i mean great. you can't beat that no that's a hell of a gig right and there. the competition the competition was great um the use of firearms archery tomahawks things like that so it's it's not just a shooting show it is a marksmanship show of every kind. So we had some, some of the best archers in the world, some of the best knife throwers in the world. And you'll hopefully have a chance to see all of that. Absolutely. I saw the knife throwing one. I did There's see that one. That was entertaining. Yep. I went to, um, uh, for New Year's, I went to uh, uh, Michigan. and they Wasn't had, cold enough in Tennessee or not well, enough snow drifts? Michigan was like 50, almost 60. It was warm. It's seasonably warm for them. So there was that. I was hoping to get the, you know, the winter mix and all that, but nah. But anyway, what I get to is they have this indoor axe throwing. Yep, that's place. a big. That is a 
big thing now. And, yeah, I was like, we have some of the best so coming up. Cool. And they're real axes, you know. It's like, how do they get away with doing this? It has become a very popular bar sport, which is kind of intriguing to yeah, me. You can you're go to drinking axe, and you're, you're going throwing to axe throwing axes. bars. What it, could it's, it's, a, it's a girls' night out now. It's a thing in Denver. They have places that, everywhere. I, I it's was all the rage in, for the girls. Yeah, even in Montana, I lived there for about six years from Libby, Montana, and that was a thing to do in the bar. And that's what you do. You just throw axes, and people think it's cool. And I'm like, this is actually quite dangerous with alcohol. I'm going to go out on yeah. a limb here. Yes, that seems fair life. I'm and going to guess there's wildfire. a waiver that you have to sign in blood oh, or something before we start chucking is. the axes. I remember something, but <laughs> do those ever hold up in court? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember a day when they called the cops on me for doing that. Now you can do it. I'm just calling okay, that see, some bullshit. It has to be an axe-throwing bar. You can't just do that in any bar. You can't yeah. do it in Walmart. Just because you flip the words around doesn't make it any better. <laughs> Throw, axe throwing bar, bar throwing it axe. Terminology's crap but these days. Mind blown that that's a thing now, and it's people pay money to do that. To chuck axes. Yeah, you know, it's like I would do that growing, like you said, growing up, man. Just at the farm, you know, I'm throwing axes at trees and you know stuff like that. But right now, you pay money. And you can get drunk doing it. Yeah, but you got to watch Legally. the videos of things gone wrong doing that. And would, it's like girls throwing those. the axe and a bounce back and hits them. Like, it's really bad. Oh my this God. is why the waiver. So my, my friend's buddy, or his wife, my buddy's wife, uh, Elaine, I'm going to say your name. I'm calling you out. <laughs> we, we threw darts beforehand. And she was hitting two boards over. <laughs> That's with, with her a dart. dart. That's a dart. And then the bright idea was, okay, tomorrow we're going to go axe throwing. Oh, <laughs> I said, my God. Not what with a lane. could go wrong? <laughs> See, a dart <laughs> will annoy you badly. <laughs> she was bouncing them off the floor, hitting the roof. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a real steep learning curve. Ton, that sounds like it's right over your, right but over the plate. to her credit, <laughs> after, about, after about ten throws, uh -huh. she was nailing them. Boom. Really? So the trick is to survive yeah. the first nine throws. Yeah, or, or drink more. I don't know what it was. <laughs> oh it, it's gosh. always drink more. It makes everything better. Drink Brother, more. I know you're going to kill me, but Are I you? just got a call that I need to get my butt back to. So your butt's going to come back later, and we're going to continue gonna, with ton. Yes, because I had someone show up that wasn't expected that don't I they not Do meet. they not want to come here? They I'm kidding. Go. Yeah, go. I'm going to be in trouble, and you know it. You <laughs> You know I love you. Before you go, you got to guy. How's my hair? How's <laughs> my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so Thank much. You so much. Absolutely pleasure. We'll finish and up. We'll hey, get the Air yeah, Force stuff whatever. and do all that and yeah. talk about storage wars. <laughs> Dude, me and you are going to go rounds, brother. We're going to talk about the airsoft and storage wars. Hit him in the finger. Dude, I swear to God, I'm going to smack you so hard that suit's going to come back into fashion. <laughs> He's a keeper, man. Yep. He's a, I'd go to war with you, man. I'd go to war with you. You see why I love him. <laughs> Ton Jones, ladies and gentlemen. See you, buddy. So, I don't know what I was talking about. I just lost We're talking about TV shows and... And TV shows. And I got into the axe throwing stuff. And blah, there's, there's, there's my uh, experience there. So, how did you get in, into the... How did you get sucked into the naked and afraid world? Well, all it took was the that TV alligator world. video Just of me getting me knocked on my butt, and they were like, oh, she's great. Was that like a YouTube <laughs> thing, social no. media? No, this was a, no, no, you no, outreaching no. Oh, to them. Oh, okay, so what happened is I was a big fan of Naked and Afraid, and I, I, I okay. loved the season. I was there like, man, I, wanna, I, I would love to go on that. And my uh, ex-husband at the time goes, oh, yeah, why don't you apply for it? You'd be great for it. And I'm like, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it'd be great. I submitted my video. Three days later, I get an interview, and I'm so excited. My husband comes home, and I go, oh, my gosh, I got an interview. And he goes, shut up. You're not going. And I'm like, oh, don't tell your wife something that yeah. you're going to back out of, right? Yeah. So, of course, Turd. I did it. I know. I w- no, that's why. So my ex-husband. That's, and, why, uh, that's why you did it in spite of him. You're like, oh, okay, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this episode, my first one was uh, they put me with a Marine, and I was the Army girl. Oh, so nothing, it nothing was, going um, on there. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable because uh, he he was Ryan is a great survivalist. It's just uh, he had a different mentality than me. He wanted to go on the show to be by himself, and I'm like, hey, dude, you have to be with a partner. You get a PSR, a primitive survival rating, 1 to 10. You have to be able to work with your partner. That's part of your score. And he, he was very clear with me. He goes, I just don't need you here. So but naked and afraid, or <laughs> you, you work with two people? It's not like one person? It's not like it, a solo um, deal? So uh, my first three episodes that I was on was one person single. And then the rest, they put me with, uh, I had Giovanna and Lacey for a 40-day in South America and Ecuador. That was great. So it's like a team thing? Uh-huh. Okay. Two females. And then uh, then they partnered me, partnered me with, uh, I do believe it was Jen and Trish in the Peruvian Jungle. That was for the 60-day challenge, which is on now, which is very interesting. If you get a chance to watch some of those episodes, it might blow your mind. It, uh, it, I'm going to guess that you lived. Naked in Correct. I did survive Peruvian. 60 days. I did great. Oh, you did the whole time? Yes, sir. Congratulations. So have you won all of your episodes? No. Actually, no. There was a couple of them. Uh, I did a My first challenge, my partner didn't boil the water. Oh, nothing wrong there. Oh, how'd, so. that, how'd that go for you? Uh, well, besides puking and shitting myself all day, uh, <laughs> right. caused me to, I'm going to be honest, girls poop too. Uh, it, it, especially <laughs> with untreated water. Oh, it was, it was entertaining. He was not boiling the water, admitted it to me, and I'm like, are you nuts? It's the number one rule in survival. And he said, I've been drinking the swamp water for you a couple of days, and it doesn't that bug That is the number one rule of survival. I, well, amen, I know. Boil your freaking and, uh, water. Number one rule so of survival. Sick. Ask your partner if he boiled the water before you drink it. A hundred percent. Always boil your water no matter what. I'm big on that. I'm very weird. I, oh I usually gosh. don't eat any type of gross things like uh, my partner Gary Golding in Louisiana swamps where I got that gator. Yeah. He talked me and Max into eating maggots, and I'm not a maggot eater. I won't do it. But we had alligator rotting meat for about four days, and he's like, hey, we should boil this and make a stew and not waste it. And I go, Gary, I... Me and Max were like, yeah, no, dude, we just don't feel comfortable with that. He goes, trust me, I know what I'm doing. We put the meat in there, we boil it, see the maggots come to the top of the water, and we're like, oh, it looks okay. And, and then Gary goes, why don't you try it? So I, I take it and I sip it and I go, oh, I guess that didn't taste too bad. And Gary goes, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Pumped. He totally set us up. And we're like, are you serious? Poor Max, he got the poops that night from eating oh, it. I didn't thank God. I don't know what was going on Just with my skimming system. off the that's good stuff off the top. No, you know, that's happened? the stuff you that's throw like away. That's a deadly practical joke. You know, Seriously. Give somebody diarrhea. I that's couldn't just, believe Gary did it to us. And he he's was pointing and laughing at you. He was. He was like, I can't believe you you're did that. Keep a, dead, <laughs> keep a straight face while you're setting this whole thing up, right? Oh, my gosh. But Gary's the guy that eats, like, the alligator eyes. He ate the alligator penis, which was, uh, I couldn't do it. I don't eat dick. This sounds like a cross between Fear Factor and Survivor. Survival. Yes. Is it survivalist? Oh, order? it was so bad. There's a you got survivor, yeah. Yeah, survivor. Marty, yeah. you would laugh so hard um, when the guys found out the alligator was a male and they had the penis and balls. They were so <laughs> proud of it. And they were like, we need to take a bite of this and no. be manly. And I'm like, oh, you're eating dick. That's nice. There you go, you and, dick eater. Uh, um, Marty, as a representative of the male uh, species and gender, um, I don't think I would be motivated to do that. How about yourself? No, sir. No. Would you look at that and go, 
yep, let's chow down on that. <laughs> prove I'm, a I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, actually, that kind of moves me in the opposite direction, doesn't it? I know. It? <laughs> well, when Gary bit into the penis, it squirted out. I was like, oh, oh God. Isn't that what they oh. do? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure the alligator oh was dead? God, yes. I think it was, it was so just gross. doing what it naturally does. So. Yeah, it's, it's one Did of those things. Did you taste things. it? Did you try it? No. Okay. She made that point abundantly oh, I, clear I'm very, several times. Um, yeah. I'm very careful with what I eat in the wild. Very particular. I'm very safe. I make sure anything that I kill has got to be, it has to be fresh. Skinned and boiled. Wait. And if, if I can make jerky out of something, I'll smoke some jerky and say So when you're naked go. running around in these woods, uh, are you, do you have tools? Do you have, you know, bows you have yeah they knives. give you um uh, one survival item you can get a uh, ferro rod fire starter or you can yep. get a knife or sometimes you can ask for fishing gear or a bow sometimes they give you both they'll okay. give you a knife and a survival item okay and uh, i had fishing gear out there in peru man and i crushed it yeah so oh you're, man you're, good, you're a good fisherwoman i'm obsessed with fishing I'll, I'll go spear fishing ice fishing you name it i'm addicted to it for sure what do you use for bait Ooh, it just depends. I actually, um, I spearfished uh, catfish, and I, I saved the insides of that for the trouble hook for the alligator. Oh, so let it rot for about three days, and, man, they, they ate that up. And the Boy, other catfish got it, too. it's dinner time? <laughs> no, mm, no, no. Tasty. We are in Vegas. You can probably get that. It's yeah, so it's a, it's, it's a blast. Or you can just find, you know, you can get worms, take a stick, uh, rub it on the ground, take friction on mud, and all the um, worms come up. So it's actually it's a little technique. Where did you learn? Is this military things that you learned while you're in the military survival skills or where did you um, learn your actually my skills? mom my mom i was a uh, my mom was single and raising four kids so uh so we were really poor growing you, up fed you worms no she, she would out. she would take me out fishing and uh we'd Harvest go out there worms. and get her own bait and she taught me how to fish my mom nice i know kind of cool so you're talking about the different styles of fishing where's your favorite place to go fish montana in montana oh geez fly fishing or rod and reel I, I actually one thing i don't do is fly fishing i know it sounds crazy i live in colorado which yeah. you would think that i would be doing that avid yeah. fisherman but uh montana i used to go ice fishing but spear ice fishing spear ice fishing. i got a video of it sick have you ever have a you pike. ever bow fished yes i have is that cool it, I it's do actually that. a lot That's of fun cool. You should definitely try it. I, I recommend it. I mean, I, I shoot like a recurve, a compound, you name it. I do it all. Do you have nice. a preference? Ooh, I, I really am addicted to a recurve. I actually, um, filming in Peru, I, all the guys were right-handed, and I was like, I'm a lefty shooter. I'm actually really good accuracy at shooting my bow left-handed, and I had nothing but time, so I went over there and picked up that bow and started shooting it right-handed and starting to nail those bullseyes that I set up targets. She sounded like she'd be a good contestant on the Ultimate uh, Doesn't that sound like she would be a really good contestant? Yes. Well, 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 my books are open oh, there. That would, be, that would be as interesting as I'll get out. I you got to remember, so. no fear of failing. You have no fear of failing, you can do anything. Well, there you go. I like that. Tell That's that to philosophy. the several thousand people who died attempting to learn how to fly. But no, I like the attitude. Oh, <laughs> you are so positive. <laughs> That's, I'm positive that you will. <laughs> We're back to the Bernoulli principle. Back to the Bernoulli. That's right. The, yeah. The, now that's fascinating. The molecules over the wing. You got to speed up to catch to that one. Either. I applaud uh, your scholarship <laughs> on this. Oh, very fascinating, gentlemen. Anyway, yeah. all of all of that said, so I'm intrigued that you like you prefer the bare bow to the uh, compound. Oh, compound I, bows I really are amazing do. right now, but yeah, I also prefer the simple interface of just a conventional. So yeah, just to touch on what what um, Ton was talking about with their new air bolt gun, you know, something new to the the whole hunting right? world. Uh, that would be cool to you know take out and maybe do a little. I don't know without how having seen work it. With that. that, that would probably work really, really well. Yeah. That would be actually really neat. Yeah. I would love to try that. Seriously. Yeah, that would be really cool. I get excited when I learn new things. I'm one of those. I volunteer for training all the time. You know. And, oh yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, for a real job, what do I do in the real world besides running naked in the woods? This is oh, I, I guess you I should know ask something that. crazy. What what I really do? Uh, I have a degree as <laughs> I'm a medical laboratory technician. I did that in Montana, and I decided to retire to be a mob because I would go film so much. So what job's going to let me go and film for right. 60 days at a time, 70 days? Right. So then, uh, Sears Home Improvement. I work for them. I do windows and doors, and I come to your house, and I like doing remodeling. Like for real? For real. If you guys need windows, look me up, Amber Hargrove. I'll uh. I, I will have, hook you up. I have a window that got a, a bird flew into it or something. I don't know, but I need a, jacked it up. I need a new window, but I'm in Tennessee, so I don't know. Oh man, you got to see our Security Plus windows. Have hammer will travel. Yeah, you. Security I'm telling plus. you, Security, security plus. plus windows. You can't break it with a bat. Really? It's insane. You can hit it about 27 times. I'll have to show you a video. Look at me selling a windows. How about, how about a hatchet? What happens if you go after it with a tongue? It is so hard to break through. It's amazing. I'm Good. looking for a window sponsor. So Sears open to. Oh, well, you know, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> you want that window fixed, don't you? <laughs> yes, oh I do. <laughs> I really we're do. Gonna get you a free window. Jeez. So this, this we're going to go back to Mark and his radio career because I'm in, I'm intrigued with this. The fact that there has been a firearms-friendly show in, in broadcasting out of Los Angeles. Yeah. So how, how did that get started? What That got started because of the president of a company called Gunslinger Auctions. Um, throwing together this show. He's been dab dabbling at it. He and I had met each other several times, both as competitors. We competed against each other for years. And um, because he has a similar background to me, which was he was also a professional musician. Okay. And which I, is why you're asking about the guitar. Unbeaten. That's yeah. why I asked about the guitar. But my day job happens to actually be a night job. I'm the front man for a Celtic band. Which is, a Celtic band. Which Get is, out. Which is sufficiently Shut well up. regarded that we are actually performing tomorrow night for the British Association of Film and Theater Arts that for their so awards great. ceremony. Here? So, not here, unfortunately. We'll be back in town. We'll be hanging out with Gerard Butler and, no and Sam Hugan from Outlander and people like that. How yes, great is that? Drop in. I know he's dropping some A-listers <laughs> right. over here. See, these are A-listers. This, this is, a, is awesome. This is a good gig So where do, we, where do we listen to your music? All right. Well, you'll find several of us on Facebook. We're going up on Spotify. Oh, my gosh. You guys look so great. That's, don't we look, look like, like the real deal? We have a couple of albums out. I love Celtic music. I'll make sure. I'm, I'll not, make sure. I'm not lying. I'll that watch is Celtic so music. great. The Plowboys. There's a shout out for the Plowboys, ladies Ooh, and gentlemen. Ooh, I the like Plowboys. it. There we go. How long have you guys been playing together? Um, an embarrassing number of years. <laughs> Over 20 years. Although, you know, I have a friend. This is welcome to the music industry. I have a friend who swears he owns George Washington's hatchet. You know, the one he cut down the cherry tree with? Sure. The head has been replaced a half a dozen times. The handle has been replaced a half a dozen times. But by golly, that's the hatchet that he cut that's down the tree the with. Oh, my god! Does gosh. he know that that story's not true? Thus it yeah. is. <laughs> Thus it is with the band. People come, people go. But this is a really good people iteration come, of the band right go. now. That is really and exciting. It's at the Plowboys, P-L-O-U-G-H-B-O-Y-S, on the grounds, it looks yep. like. Uh, Plowboys, you'll find us you on Facebook and Instagram. You got yep. uh, yeah, we do. Oh, it's on now. Oh, I'm going to be sharing that on my Instagram. Please I'm, do. I'm excited for Please you. Do. I'm looking that up when I get to the room. If the you can imagine, my father said when I was a young man, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And um, after I, I had children and went to work in the academic field because yeah. I would make sure that they had shoes on their feet and, you know, food in their stomachs and stuff like that. But as soon as that was over, I went back to what I 
really, now really good is, to do. Is um, the Ultimate Marshman your first TV experience? No, I've had the pleasure of doing several other shows. You'll see me on an episode of Bones called uh, "The Cowboy in the Contest." That's great. And I did a show with um, I did a show with Michael Bain on the Outdoor Channel. Oh, okay. Um, called I know Michael Bain. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, we did some training together. We did a show called "Duel in the Sun." There are two episodes of that, and in this, and this is a show that I did put together with Sass the Single Action Shooting Society, and this was a competition between three of the top cowboy action shooters in the world and three of the top three-gun shooters in the world. Mm. And so we filmed We filmed the episode, and um, I'm not going to hurt anybody's feelings if I say the Cowboys won. The Cowboys oh won. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a, good, a good cowboy shooter at this point in time can fire ten aimed shots from a lever-action carbine in under two seconds. Yes. And that's, wow. you're getting submachine gun fast. Amazing. Have you ever watched any of the, the cowboy action shooting? Yes, I have. It is it's amazing. It's impressive. The revolvers, the, the lever actions. With the lever guys, action rifles and the revolvers. Yep. Those things are just shooting out like it's fully auto. Yeah. It's it's amazing. What So what do you love shooting? What's your everyday carry? That is a fair question. My EDC is a, um, is a not a Hellcat, come on, it's um, SIG 365. Yeah. Which I like. I think that is the best of the compact weapons. Um, my favorite firearm right now is a 1911. I'm just any 1911. I'm, I'm rocking a, right now. Um, two years ago, I shot at the uh, Wild Bunch World Championships, which is yep. a um, which is a 1911 based competition. Mm-hmm. And I came in second. I said, "Man, I'm that close to the finish line." I went out and bought myself a Les Bear, which I think pound for pound for dollar is the best 1911 you can buy out there. And um, uh, this year, I came in second. So apparently it's, it's no 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 it's there was no difference that's my whole point. <laughs> oh no! So apparently it's the uh, it's the driver, not the bus. It's the I have, shooter. I have that coming up. I have that coming up again at the end of February. I'm looking forward. Well, we I'm want a first place. Want a first place out of that one? I'll do my darndest. Believe Report me. Back believe me. First some place. of those boys can sling a 1911 pretty handsomely. What's your EDC? What about you? Ooh, you know, I'm a SIG girl. I, I shoot a 229. I love it. I'm okay. happy with it. I mean, I, I go to my shooting range in Bristol Cone in Colorado. I, the owner there of that range is so, he's a phenomenal guy. He's very supportive of all you guys. He actually listens to this too. So this will be entertaining. He's going to be like, you are on there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I, I definitely, I got to be honest. I, I'm falling in love with the Sand Viper, you know, uh, oh, Taren Butler's Blade, Taren Tactical. It is sick. That is a very, very it, cool pistol. It's the price. However. Oh, I'm but sure I wanted so you on the bad. Price. <laughs> oh, I know Taryn's so great. He's he's a sweetheart. So I'm I, sure you'll have one of those if you want it. But I've been watching those reviews on them, and man, I can't. I'm just impressed. I yeah. really am. So it's definitely something I want to start training with. But if they gave me a shot to join that team, that'd be kind of cool too. Judge free circle here, if I could get I'm, that. I'm <laughs> now, if you were emptying your pockets, you know your EDC stuff, you got more than just your your carry, right? You got knives. You got. You got lights. You got what else? You get. What That's else you a carry? great question. What do you Ooh, carry? Oh, very good. Actually, uh, so funny. I'm actually designing my own blade. Uh, do you know somebody for, that does this? For uh, well, I'm, I'm communicating with. Uh, I can't say anything about this actually, but I'm really excited about it. And- oh. If you I'm- would like to collaborate with him. Oh, Just really? Saying. I'm telling you, there's there's a plan for it. Nice. I actually have a Hogue knife right here. Uh, my husband does designs for them on the side. So also just some fun little everyday carry stuff. It's it's it's, it's just a. I love this. Thing. Everybody is busting out. Everybody's oh, yeah. busting out. Wait, the I have more. Right I have now. more. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that was funny. That's part of my design that I'm doing for most women. Yeah. And I came up with a, a design for it, and surprisingly, women love it. So I can't really talk much about it until it happens. Well, there's so a I get holster my company that. 
Are you working with those ladies? Uh, not with them. I have okay, my another own. Another one. Yeah, okay. I, I thought of this idea like three years ago. How am I going to carry a knife? I asked a woman, "Where do you where do you put your blade when you when you carry?" Oh, it's in my middle console with my bear spray. Or and I can't I'm get like, at it. Okay, well, what are you going to do when they throw to you the in a van? They're going to what? What do you you know? A woman gets thrown in a van. They empty out her pockets. They take her jacket off, throw her purse. They're gone. What's one place they don't check? Right here in between their boobs. She's, she's pointing at her boobs, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm actually pointing at my the cleavage. <laughs> the cleavage goal. So, yeah, but normally I carry a Dark Timber custom knives. My husband makes me custom. You know, he does all of his Damascus. So he's uh-huh. an artist That's himself. Lovely. I've got some phenomenal pictures I'd love to show you. He's, he's Has a, your husband been on Force and Fire? Um, actually, he's best friends with uh, Jason Knight. They actually got an argument over moonshine. Show was developed. <laughs> Crazy stories happening here. <laughs> It's a very it all small ties world. in. Right? It, it does. It's <laughs> We're a back small to throwing world. hatchets, aren't we? <laughs> yes. So, uh, but I, I definitely love carrying. Uh, I have We're a whole folder. So, yeah. Oh, storage wars. That was actually pretty good. I love pissing him off. This I know. He was hilarious. <laughs> he was cracking me up, man. He's a riot. He's so he is. Good. He is oh good. So are you, though. So wild. Yeah. And my, may I yeah. say, Amber, what a great voice you are for female. This is a, a largely a male-dominated area, um, which is ridiculous because, as you correctly point out. These are all great equalizers, aren't they? Yep. People are, but guys that are going to do bad things or gals that are going to do bad things are looking for soft targets. Yep. You're not a soft target. No. And the minute you arm yourself and learn how to use it, you're way not a soft target. And I love that. I have five sisters and a daughter. I care about this kind of stuff. You're That's a right. really good and articulate spokeswoman for this side you're of the You're a point. good advocate. Yes. You're also, that's well, 50% of the that. voting Thank public, you. too. You know, we're here. We really are. You know, only 52%, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot more cool cats out there that I like to call these girls. I'm like, come out here, you know, pick up. Let's start actually knowing how to carry a knife. And don't just throw it in your purse. Like, actually take time to open it up. Look at it. How to hold it in your hand. How to use it. How are you going to attack that attacker? Are you going to shove it in their neck or their head? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, you have to think, I'm just kidding. I would not say shove it in anybody's head. I'm just <laughs> but, saying. But you make a point. People get a knife or if they get a gun. and they stops the threat. That stops the threat. 100%. you got to train. You have to but train. But they feel like they've got a black belt all of a sudden or something. You're absolutely correct. Yep. You have to have the slightest idea what to do with it. And it's better to have something than nothing, but blindly flailing around is not necessarily a good answer. And you're surprisingly, I, I was trained by Two Lamb, and uh, he showed me so many different techniques how to use a knife, and even uh, any type of object, object, how to actually attack somebody, a perpetrator. And man, I, every time I see a pencil, for some you're reason. You're like, how can I use this? All I need is a pencil. Other than writing. You never and look I'm at like, the world I, the same. Nobody would ever know what I do by looking at me. They're like, she's so girly. Look at her. And I'm like, oh, man. Uh-huh. There should yeah, always be more to you than meets the eye. And I just smile at them. I'm like, mm-hmm. Change, but it changes your world and it changes the outlook that you have toward the world, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. that, that, that thin element that is always there, you know, the fight or flight instinct, which is embedded in, in all of us. That's right. The flight is gone. I know. And that's that's a whole different world then, isn't it? Because you are a bad MFer and you are I also a it. bad MFer. Thank you so much. I love it. Thank from, you. From our friends at Mission First Tactical. Oh, I thank like you, it. Mission First. This is Mission awesome. Mission First, you guys rock. Oh yeah. I mean oh, this is great. And they, they they make holsters as well. So that's kinda why I was at, you know, this is great. Who you're working with, I can hook you up with some people. Well, so. I appreciate you. Absolutely. You're a riot, man. Absolutely. I'm glad Absolutely. everybody's been talking about you. What? They were like, wait, you're going to Caltech? And I go, yeah. And they were mentioning you, and they're like, oh, you're going to have so much fun. The well, I'm glad you're having fun. Uh, yeah. I'm having fun. This, this you're, is fun. Uh, I knew we were going to have yeah. fun. And, and it, this was not planned to have the three of you on together. That's my good this fortune. This has been great. Mark showed up, and then you showed up, and then Tun showed up all at the same time. And it's like... 
this is going to be like the perfect show to have all three on. And then, of course, Tun ruins it. Tun was great, man. He's leaving. a riot. He was a ton of fun. He was a ton of fun for a minute. But then he had to run. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? He Son needs his gun. own reality show, you guys. He needs his own reality show is what needs to happen here. He does. He, I mean, I'd watch him. He was just fun talking to I think to he him. is a reality show. I think just, he I is think, a walking reality show. I think show. if we put the three of you on a reality <laughs> show. Oh, that's good. You knock him down, I'll stomp on him. It would, it would, it would be the best show ever in history. That would be great. Reality shows. So we got to come up with some kind of reality show. Like, Here's a good food. idea. Forging across America. Finding the hidden gems. Craziest things, most wildest things, but then some of the most basic things that people are forgetting about. We're America. I love that. You know, we don't have much of a history unless you're willing to look at topography or, or mineralogy. There we don't have go. much of a history. So it would be great to find the true history that we do have, whether it's the Native Americans or yep. the path that we have forged across, like Frederick Jackson Turner said. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be brilliant? I love that. I, I like it. We need to collaborate. Let's do it. There you go. Are you listening to History Channel? Are you listening to Discovery? There yeah. Take it all in. Soak it in. So as a contestant, as a host, you know, two different aspects of the show, you know. Good point. That, that we get there. Put turning you into the contestant. That'd be, that's fine with me. We had to do proof of concept. And you're not going to be a host. You're going to compete because you're a competitor. I'll be your host there's, for you. You'd no be a great contestant. Oh, oh, this is uh, my friend over here. Kevin. This is Kyle Rittenhouse. I've been with him all day. He's my good friend. If you want to oh, meet him real quick. We'd love to. Yeah. Uh, wait, Kyle, come in. Just for a second. He's got to go. Oh, you guys have to go? Oh, okay. okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. He, There's the young man it. with an interesting trajectory, right? He, he is actually uh, Kyle a Rittenhouse yeah. just walked by, ladies and gentlemen. And waved at us. He's with our team right now, me and Bobby Bushcraft. We've been taking him around to his, all his interviews. And what a phenomenal guy. You know, we had lunch with him, and uh, he started opening up about his real situation. And uh, he's he mentally is struggling with everything that happened to him. It really imprinted on him. He has, you know, he's got traumatic brain injury from the hit, and he struggles with groups, and it's very um, – it's, it's hard watching what he went through, and, and he talks about being in jail and his own personal thoughts over just having yeah. lunch, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I've had two combat tours in Iraq, and I felt Very bad Very unfortunate guy. situation that he was that in. That he found himself in, yes. Yeah, and nobody can relate to that. You know, it, Who can relate to that? That it's really sad. You, it's a horrible how you, situation. How do you help the guy? You know, get through something like that. And they have uh, some mentors out there. Uh, people want to reach out to him and be helpful in this in this industry right now, which has been grateful. It, he's made some good friends the last couple of days, so I'm really happy for well, him. Well, you let him know he's always welcome here. He's got a, He seems to have handled safe, all of this with, here. with a considerable amount of grace. He really has, and he has a really big heart. When you meet him, he's just super sweet. He's young. He's been taken All advantage of so many times. All the and things it's, that it's I've crazy. seen on, on TV, it's it's genuine. You know, you can tell. It's I'm just, right there with you. Yep. You know, none of this is scripted. It's all, you know, him. That That is... That's the oh, dude right there. And this there. is nothing yeah. he went looking for. No, absolutely. Honestly, just in terms of the things yeah. that have happened to him. He's no. definitely an old soul. And, uh, yeah, I would I would love for you to, to talk to him. He's love to. great to talk to. So. Would love to do that. Yeah, that would be great. I know. They're pulling him away for another interview. That's why they're rushing. No, that's, fine. <laughs> that's my that's team. Fine. They're like, where he are looked you? Like, he was like, well, I know. Can you I'm imagine like, being thrust into this particular maelstrom? He would be like, what are you guys talking about? Um, naked alligators um, hosting <laughs> a show. Uh, venomous Cleavage. snakes. Uh, Cobra this guy, venom. Mike, in the corner. He's trying to come up with our own reality <laughs> He's TV Canadian, so he's dealing with the his Canadian own political nest of vipers. <laughs> oh, my god! He's just over here brooding because he's Canadian. 
He's planning something for bacon, eh? Hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. You well, this, guys are hilarious. This, this has, has been, been a so pleasure. Great. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to be on. We've got to do another one of these mm-hmm. sometime. Maybe we'll like make this a, you know, a, a, an anniversary thing, an annual This would be a great thing. I would to do. love we'll it. We together. should do that. In a heartbeat. Yeah, this will be great. Yeah. We'll so come support you. You'll do your next uh, Naked and Afraid. You'll do the the, the upgraded, the ultimate marksman upgraded. Ton Ton will start a new Storage Wars show. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh, his own reality show. <laughs> I like it a lot. You're just not going to let go of that, are you? So I got I got to <laughs> ask you guys. So as you as, have you had an opportunity to like walk around and see things? Yes, there's so many Check phenomenal things out, things out you, here. You can't get. I'm only here for a couple of days, and you, honest it's to God, you impossible. can't get to it all. You can't get to it all in two days. Especially since they expanded it. Yep. There's a whole other hotel over there. It is great. I haven't even seen it yet. Have you, you been across the bridge? I, I went across the there. bridge, and I, I actually was with uh, OBI campers. I went outside there and looked at all their equipment with Taryn uh, earlier, and I was like, there's more over here? You need walking shoes. If you're going to come to Shacho, oh, you better bring some walking <laughs> shoes. Look at him. He's he's rocking them hikers, right now. Are man. those Keens? Nice. Oh, those are Fila's. Yeah. Really? These aren't too comfortable, but I, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm that not was, doing that a lot was of yesterday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been crazy. I've had a great time though. I met some uh, amazing people. People who inspire me just kind of walking around here. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. Ditto yeah. that. I'm like, I really want to go to a match. I want to start shooting. I really want to see that. I want to see excited. you get Maybe into in a the year. competition we'll world and, and tear it up because I know you could. You find yourself in California. I think she would be good in I there. know that you'll be talking to Taryn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you have a chance, talk to me too. We'll take you up to our particular private range and have some fun. Do some cowboy. I shoot. would be honored. Not just cowboy. Mm. Not just cowboy. That'd oh my gosh, time. that would be so great. You find yourself in California. Let my elbow. All right, deal. I'll be there. Okay. There you go. Friendships are made on the Talking Lead podcast, ladies. And gentlemen. I love that. You're a rock yeah, star, man. Like you you keep are. Up the you great are a freaking rock star. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And it's not just the coat. <laughs> <laughs> Does make you look good. I'll be honest. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what's the coolest thing you've seen? Oh, that is really kind of tough. I'll be honest. Um, I'm really intrigued by the new Springfield Double Stack Prodigy Ooh. out of all the things I've seen. And also, Rock Island Armory has a new competition pistol that I am dying, that I'm dying to get a chance, on a chance to shoot. But when we talk about personal defense, and we talk about this on the show quite a lot, one of the things we talk about is which is better for personal defense in a closed environment. A handgun or a shotgun and um, my co-host Jeff says oh it's got to be a shotgun and I have a problem with that because I've done a lot of room clearance sure um, you come around the door with a barrel that barrel is protruding in front of you there's simply nothing else that you can do about that and if you're a 54 year old homeowner who's working in his office you know five days a week or something you poke that around the corner and some 18 year old kid that's got nothing else to do but power lift and jack people grabs the barrel from you mm-hmm. You got a problem on your hands. So I've always advocated the use of a handgun because again, visual here, but Mm -hmm. you're holding the handgun like this. Anybody tries to grab that, they get their hand shot off. Yep. And I've always been the handgun first, but along comes Keltec and their KS series of shotguns. And all of a sudden there's absolutely no way you can wrestle that thing or grab that thing away. That is so cool. Without getting a handful of buckshot. Can you imagine imagine yourself working around a corner? Perfect for clearing a room. Absolutely. And there is another aspect to this which I really, really like. Mm -hmm. So do me a favor, pull that up next to the microphone and rack it once. You made a rack it once? Just rack it once. Push down on the button. 
racket forcefully. I'm going to leave the room. That scares me. Everybody in the world, you've got, you have Tibetan monks on the top of mountains in that Nepal know that, that know what that sound means. And yeah. that's one of two things is going to happen if they hear that sound. Number one, they will reconsider their life of crime and go find what were we talking about earlier. They'll go find a softer target. <laughs> Or number two, if they're high on meth or something, or they're just crazy, they'll want to tangle. Well, congratulations, you got a shotgun. Guess who wins that discussion? Exactly. I think this is a groundbreaker shotgun. I'm absolutely serious about this, and I absolutely intend to get one of these. Fabulous. I think I'll we take one as a gift. I'll take one as a gift. I know a guy. <laughs> Ooh. I know a guy. So I would use this. I would definitely use this. Is that not great? This is, a, this is badass. i got to be honest. Just holding it, I feel like, wow, I'm impressed. Four the racking is fun. Yeah. So there's a 12-gauge version of that also. Yeah, I saw that out there. Yeah. I actually saw some of the... It's a big brother. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I used to shoot an old 12-gauge uh, Mossberg back in the day. Oh, That's yeah. what I... Oh, yeah. yeah. And just Mossberg racking 500 pump gun. Oh, I love my gosh. Mossberg. Still you got to have that in the closet sometimes. Absolutely. That's yeah. all we had there. And I was like shooting. It was so much fun. And My then, point is this gets her done. Yeah, it and it does it. And it does it in such a compact package that you can wield this around the house. Again, imagine you got even if the 18-inch barrel, let alone if you got the duck barrel or the or the trap barrel on it. Yeah. Trying to trying to wield that thing in an apartment or in a house, wow. going up and down stairs, going around corners, going through doorways. This thing. It's impressive. All the advantages, none of the disadvantages. I'm really impressed with this. Well, you Caltech, go. you crushed it, man. This is amazing. Straight up. Hats off. Their I, designers I are doing for more. amazing things. I wonder what's well, going to come out next year. It's George, the owner. He's like one of the, the most creative minds in the firearms industry. We're waving at you, George. Yeah. Salute. Hold, hold up the gun and salute him. <laughs> Again, we're talking with this conversation. He's a very humble guy. Conversation oh, started wonderful. with innovation and invention. And honest to God, I'm really impressed with this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome George. George. Come on in. They are so impressed with your design on the uh, straight up. Casing. Oh yes, the case, the 410. The 410. Yeah, this yes, is sir. absolutely wonderful. Isn't that nice for the ladies? It's nice and light. No recoil. All that. Right. Super oh light gosh. recoil. Like. It fits. It's super comfortable. I mean, that's why I'm like, I need one of these for my house. I love it. Yep. So we were going and through that'll the advantages get her done. of this being a perfect home defense shotgun. Yeah. I honestly believe that it is. You don't have to worry about over penetration. At the same time, you got enough power to absolutely get the job done. And you got enough rounds now yep. too. So yep. you got 15 rounds of 410. Oh my! I didn't know that. 15 rounds. Yes. Notice the double feeding. Are you tubes. serious? I am Two not kidding you. I'm impressed. Yeah, so you feed it down from the rear. So he's got the two tubes down there. You load it down there. And then you wow. rock it. And you can switch the tube. So you could put lethal, non-lethal. You could put buck Slugs shot, in one, buck in the shot. other. What does something like this go for? So uh, under 500 yeah. The price is stupid good. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And you might as well just give it away then. You're doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I could sell it for 1000 but, you know, he doesn't need the money. I am, I'm genuinely and legitimately impressed <laughs> He with goes, well, viral. kind of. No. <laughs> Good job for you and your staff, George. Thank you very much. You guys did a great job. And that's on top of all the other things they've done, like bullpup oh. rifle designs and, of course, the, the uh, Caltech pistols. The sub-2000 that folds the ultimate survival rifle, right? Yeah. Unreal. The, the innovation just keeps coming. And we love it. Well, I'm looking forward to next year with Caltech. I'm wondering what they're going to bring this time. Oh, That's how he, he's there. There's a knowing nod. I don't think they're done with this year yet. <laughs> I know. He's smiling, nodding his head. I'm like, what do you got up your sleeve? That shark grin. <laughs> I like these things. 
He'll blow people's mind. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we can't do too much. We have to do a little bit of. Yeah. He's got, he's got like backlog of stuff. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That is what I'm talking about right there. But this is this has been everybody I've shown it to had the same reaction that you guys have had. It's like, wow. It's it's exciting. So you handed it so to compact. me, and I've I've never even held it before, and I'm the like, it's super first. light. I'm like, yeah. just everything about it is... It's light, it's handy, it is absolutely enough to get the job done, not yeah. more than you need to get the job done. I'm seriously impressed with this. The world's first bullpup 410. Oh, my gosh. You're holding history right there. This is impressive. <laughs> great job, George. You guys are seriously. doing a phenomenal job. Seriously. That's great. Guys, thank you so much for being on. We greatly appreciate it. We're going to be keeping up with you. We're going to stay in touch. Thanks, Marty. you back on the show. Been a pleasure. Been a pleasure, too. I you, know. Amber. I'm so glad I made new friends here. Right back at you. Right back at you. And it More wasn't from the 2023 SHOT Show from the official headquarters of Caltech coming up. Keith likes everything about the great outdoors. He's a lot like us. Whether we're bow hunting in the backcountry or plinking in the backyard, we want to enjoy each experience to the fullest. Keltec's 22 caliber P17 is Heath's go-to pistol for a good time, on the range, on the trail, and anywhere in between. Weighing in at only 14 ounces with a full magazine, its compact size makes it easy to conceal or tuck away in a small pack, pocket, or space. It comes out of the box ready with a fiber optic front sight, a threaded barrel, a Picatinny rail, and a price point for any budget. With three 16-round magazines, it's ready for hours of pure, unadulterated enjoyment. It's easy, it's affordable, it's accurate, and it's a damn sweet marvel of plinking innovation. The Keltec P17. It's more bang for less buck. All right, there you go, Leadheads. I hope you enjoyed that that interview there as much as I enjoyed doing it. Uh, it was probably the my favorite interview, one of my most favorite that I've done in the ten years of doing the the shot shows. And it was just so it was so ironic how naturally it occurred because I hadn't planned on having you guys on that way. It just it's just you all showed up at the same time, and I was like, hell, let's just all do a show together let's just do it together yeah it, i just kept randomly showing up at your booth in between interviews yeah so so tons on several interviews that you guys are gonna uh, hear throughout uh, our series here of the 2023 shot show from caltech but they're all good i really wanted you to be on with uh, black rambo did you get on at all with him no i didn't because i had i was in the middle of doing another interview ah that would have been that would have been great because I wanted to be on that one because you know he's doing Swamp People now. Yes, he's on the Swamp People and he's he's like their firearms like expert. So he'll 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 take a firearm somewhere and you know talk about the history of it and tell people about it, find out what it's worth, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean I could see you two together doing that. That would be amazing. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That would be amazing. But yeah, so. Still, plenty more interviews coming, Leadheads. Uh, I'm ramping it up. I'm, I'm getting them edited, so uh, be looking for them dropping. Not our normal schedule. They're just going to be dropping everywhere. They're going to be dropping like a uh, ton drops the kids off at the pool. It's just, <laughs> 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 just look out. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, but again, a big thanks to all the sponsors of the Talking Lead Podcast, Mission First Tactical, Seal One, Caltech, 
And then all our, our friends of the show, Lockdown, Medicine in Bad Places, Factory 47, IWIUS. Go to Mission First Tactical, Seal One, Lockdown, and Caltech and use the code LEADHEAD and you're going get, to get those discounts. Each one's a little bit different, but you're going to get a nice discount. And then if you go to uh, Medicine in Bad Places, they gave you the guys this, this discount code last year and it's still in effect. Leadhead 20 and you're going to get 20% off any of their medical supplies or kits that they sell in Medicine in Bad Places. And uh, we're going to have Sean back on the show soon because I feel that the education, you know, getting the medical education, education as I like to call it, is important. So I want to push and promote that more this year and uh, hopefully get you guys some discounts on some courses and classes that you can take yourself to get more efficient in providing medical care because you're going to need that far more than than you're going to need your, your firearms. So... Uh, we're gonna you're gonna start seeing us ramp up on that quite a bit, uh, and then Factory 47 for our AK Corner apparel and logoed items. Factory 47 codes Leadhead there also. It's 10 percent off. So there you go. That does it for another episode. Ton, I appreciate you joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. It's always fun. You're always welcome back, and I definitely want to uh, to talk to you when you get back from Iwa. I wanna I wanna hear how that goes. I might have to even call you while I'm there. That would be awesome. <laughs> just give you a, a v- quick video tour of the insanity, which is Iowa. Yeah, just go by Keltec's booth and just show me how how frazzled they are. <laughs> Minds oh. blown. Yeah, they they don't know what they're about to get into. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for it. Uh, so there you go, Leadheads. That does it for another episode. Appreciate everybody tuning in, and as Always keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. And what do they do with those air guns, Ton? With the size we got, whatever the hell we want.